Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to talk. Hi. Hey, how's it going? We get to talk about full gear and what has happened. And we get to mark out No So for Survivor Series, which I honestly forgot was this week. War Games. War Games. So I'm your host, Joseph Lesson. We're going to quit doing gimmick paper you though. Well, eventually. Eventually. And I'm alongside here. How many here. free passes does this motherfucker get? I was like, so he said, I was like, is it Rumble gimmick paper? <laughs> His favorite. Uh, alongside with me is the man who loves all the gimmick magic matches, the enforcer, Damn. the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. I am in a foul mood with all these gimmick matches. Whoever, whoever created the Fatal Five way, I'm just going to say that I will end you and then I'm going after family members. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Poole. You know who it was? Who? Devin Dog. Well, that's a shame for him. It's a shameful thing, Lobster Head. Okay, okay, okay. Too many limes. Too many limes. <laughs> so, guys, full gear does happen. The, yeah. The, uh, the, the land of AEW has kind of changed. Yeah. Can I yeah. say something before we get too far into it? Of course. No. I want to say something. It has been bothering me for a while. Nine inches. Uh, as the only person I know... I'm sure I probably know someone who's watched them all. But the <laughs> only person I know that's watched every TNA pay-per-view. Um, Jeff Jarrett? Throughout, throughout their history, so even after he left. Okay. Uh, don't compare this to, to TNA. Pe- right. People do that. It's like, oh, trust yeah? me. It's fucking rude. It may not be as good as it was a year ago. This is in no way anywhere near no. the nadir of TNA pay-per-views. I can assure you of that. <laughs> What's the worst one they ever did? Oh, it's one of the one night onlys. Uh, those were their cut rate. When they went back to four major ones a year, the cable company said, fuck you, we still want one every month. So they're like, okay, well then. One night so only. they started making these one night only special ones where they would tape four or five of them in a weekend at Universal Studios. Oh, God. So the first year, 2013, they did this. They taped seven or eight of them. Uh, February 2014, they were still using those ones on pay-per-view. People had been out of the company for six months. They had people in gimmicks that they hadn't been in in eight months since that gimmick was dropped on pay-per-view because they taped so fucking many of them in advance. I know I know it's different, but um, uh, Jesus. like Carrying Cross was just on MLW. Yeah. Like Davey Richards successfully ooh. has defended the MLW Openweight title twice. Uh, the video, the match with him winning it hasn't aired yet. It happened in June. He's defended it twice on other companies' shows. At this point, he's got like a negative, like a 90 day title reign. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> so, full gear has happened. I, I want to bring up, I found this out uh, today. So, you know, the, uh, the video game of AEW. Yeah, Fight out. Forever. Fight Forever. Um, they've already um, switched the uh, cover. The cover. Well, what are you gonna do, dude? Uh, he's not there anymore. Dude, he's there anymore. What are you gonna do? I, you know, will you still be in it, or they're gonna try it. to scrap him? Uh, Can you scrap? It him? might be too late to scrap. I so I, don't, I doubt it. So yeah. remember when uh, the commanders or changed their name from the races one to just football team? Yes. Madden changed it that week. So you yeah. can change it. it right. It's a pain in the ass. I'm sure it's not cheap, but you can. I. 
Honestly, it would just be easier to leave him in. Yeah, with as much money as they've already put like, into this fucking game. You know, he's still in UFC video games. Like, yeah. just leave him in. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to they leave it in. Yeah, like, just, yeah just leave him in. Okay. Because people, people are going to create him anyways. You might as well leave him in the fucking game. Yeah. Right? They do that. They do but that I can totally WWE understand games. not putting so, him on the cover. What's the cover now? I think it, instead of him, now it's like... Because it was him it's, it's and Omega. Omega. It's Omega. It's Omega now. Omega's front and center. Punk was front and center, then had Jade Cargill, Britt Baker... It wasn't the box. I don't was think Omega box or Darby. Darby, maybe it was someone like that. It wasn't the people you'd think. You'd think they'd put Sting on it to cap. But no, <laughs> it wasn't anybody like that. It was, it was homegrown people for the most part. And Punk. I think I have it right. Uh, um, the Fight Forever cover is now Jade Sting. <laughs> there it is. Orange Cassidy. Danielson, Mox, MJF. Well, it's way different than it was. Jericho, and just, then in the, the front, page. and in the front where Punk was, it's Omega who's side by side with Baker and Hangman. They've changed it. They changed the whole thing a little bit because you know, that's it's, of course they were. I mean, what else are we gonna do? I mean, it's not shocking. Oh, it's, what do you do? It's He's not there fun. anymore. Yeah. I just, you know, it, it was just. It, it was just. It would be hilarious, however, if this would be the second company that had him front and center on cover after he wasn't in the company anymore. That actually would have been hilarious. <sighs> <laughs> that would have been fucking funny. Because originally, it was Jericho, Jade, Mox, and then Brit, Omega on the sides of Punk. Yeah. So now they switch it up so, completely. Yeah. I don't want to sound crazy. You can take all ten? Like a champ. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, Sorry. I think... I think the stuff they're doing, like on being... The, ooh, the macho dad, yeah. Um, I think something's being worked out. I really do. Like to get away or come back? Come back and make money with this. I think as highly litigious as that... Cranky son of a bitch from Chicago is for them to like a steal. Yeah, here take a bite out of crime for them. For them to the new yeah. For them to to mute out the music and highlight the fuck CM Punk chants on there being the elite. That he's so litigious. I mean, he'd like, be stupid not he, to. He he'd jump on it. There's so much money there. And I got to be honest with you. I on, I do. I think there's more money for him here than there is in WWE. I do too. And honestly, like, he likes a lot of people in this company. There's unfortunately three important ones he doesn't, but mm-hmm. he really likes Tony. It's, he gets along. He, like, Mox is one of his best friends. Yeah. Like, like. I remember, like, people like, got all worked up about, like, their problem. Like, they're working together. They're, like, they're, like super fucking close. Like, it's... I, I think they're working through it. They're trying to, anyway. I also think as, as much as... Seemingly as much as putting Cabana on Dynamite would look like a big fuck you to Punk, I think it was by design. Yeah. I think that's also something I can totally see. You know, it would be good. Use punk, use I said it through so I was like, you should. I said they should have Adam Hangman wrestle Cole Cabana. Yeah. It's, Chuck, it's fucking Chicago. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. I, I we think, both said they should just lean into the motherfucker. Like I, I don't like that side, but they should lean the fuck into it hard. I don't know if it's 
been completely worked out yet, but I think they're working towards it. I think there's dialogue. Um, I just, cause why would you continue to just give him things to put into the lawsuit? <laughs> like, like, here you go. You here's, know. here's another, we're not even trying to cover here's more here evidence go. of you so, fucking with me. So like, you're just getting the check bigger is all you're doing at this point. It's like, it's gotta be a plan. Like, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's the best outcome for everybody. Well, yeah. we'll bring up Mr. Punk in a bit as the crowd has turned on him. As let's talk <laughs> about well, full gear. It's the only crowd that matters, Punk. P- P- Booble? Punk? I was called you, Punk. The one in New Jersey that night? No. Absolutely. Uh, no, the AEW I'm crowd. specifically talking no. that crowd in New Jersey. I guarantee you it's not like that on tomorrow. I guarantee you. I think you might get a half and half tomorrow. I don't. Because it's, it's not... It's, it's a different fan base. It's their fan base. It's not a normal fan base. It's not a WWE crowd. Well, it's no, there's a, they make noise in this, this arena. It can't be WWE. <laughs> That's true. Touche. <laughs> but it's better now. Big nose is in charge. Did disco? <laughs> well, yeah. Might as well be. It's from where I'm sitting. It might as well be. Damn. I have a completely different viewpoint as, as compared to everybody else. More on that later. More yeah. on that later. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it, Mr. Rubel. That's right. It's me. I have it right I'm, here. Well, I have it better here. Okay, that's fine. So I have survivor that. series setups anyway, so we're fine. I'll follow you in case. So good luck, kid. <laughs> Damn. Life's too bright for me, I guess. AEW <laughs> full gear. We're gonna go to the uh god damn it. Zero hour. Zero hours, I was called yep. buy-in, zero, yep. zero, zero hour. I always fuck it up. Zero hour. We have the best friends versus the factory. Ten man tag. Ten. You want to break down the? I can't remember the names. You want to break down the names? Uh, Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, Rocky Romero, and mystery partner for best friends. Danhausen. Danhausen, which they basically spoiled in the beginning. Which no, but they the, spoiled. Thing, the thing is, we all knew. We all knew, but the commentary. Yeah. they played it off. Like if you watched Rampage, you knew it was Danhausen. Yes, we all knew it was going to be Danhausen. But Con, uh, Shivani's like, "Where's the very evil, very, you know, very nice one?" That Taz like, or Excalibur. One of them. Both of them like. What? What do you mean, very evil? <laughs> it's like that could that could be their partner, uh, taking on the factory of QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, Lee Johnson, Nick Colorado, and Cole Carter. That Cole Carter. It's Cole Carter. Uh, and behind the scenes here, we did we all did some predictions as the show was going on, and uh, old Corey Jobin and the little bitch himself all went with the best friends. Who, in fact, got the win? Uh, Corey, what did you think of the darker side of Dan This is Housen? the first, first bit of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's too early, but, you know, whatever. So that night, Corey, mm-hmm. you gave that match two and a half stars. Yep, yeah, it was just flat for me. I stick there. Is that a good way to open the, the show? Is that a good match? Yeah, best friends are over. I mean, you, you get an overact out there. Uh, once Jefferson Starship started playing, and you saw the crowd likes best friends. It's Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. that's getting the pop, and he, he's over. So yeah, it, it follows my Scotty Too Hotty principle. All right, because they come out to Jane. So yeah, you know, he's I love that the. Song. I do too. White next, Hot American Summer. Man. Next up, you have Brian Cage. Versus Ricky Starks in the World Title Eliminator Tournament semifinals. 
which was kind of shocking because, like, legitimately, like, the day before, Tony did his presser for AEW and brought up how, like, Starks is hurt. He was he was cleared after that. Then he was yeah. Then he was cleared, and then he's like he's gonna wrestle the next tomorrow. I'm like, okay. It's a, when it comes to that stuff nowadays. It's a really fluid thing. Like okay, well the doc says he's cleared. We can do the match. Let's do it. And uh, once again, the old trifecta of Corey Joseph and Little Bitch all went with the winner, Ricky Starks. It's pretty clear where they were going. I, I try my best. I would, uh, I would hope Brian Cage wouldn't be. Well, because because uh, Ethan H, uh, Ethan Page was on commentary during this too. Yeah, he gets he gets the winner this Wednesday. Uh, and you also get the match two and a half stars. Yeah, Does that seem about right. Yeah, he wasn't anything spectacular. Cage is Cage. Starks deserves better. But I'm, Starks has also been really injured this year, so I'm I'm a little mad that we didn't get the uh, spear. Roll up. roll up. I've never in my life seen that on Rampage. And you try to explain it to me, and I still don't fucking get it. Yeah. I saw the replay. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I don't understand right? it's, at all. It's the math is not ca- compute. Kind of how I felt watching it. I was yeah. like, what was that? <laughs> and then your final match of Zero Hour, Eddie Kingston gets his dream match against June Akiyama. Hey, hey. Four weeks later, I got it. For no other reason than this, this is why, if nothing else comes of it, I'm happy a company like AEW exists. Mm -hmm. Because it's nice to see these kind of dream matches actually facilitated. Instead of like, well, we could do that, but we're going to have you wrestle T-Bar instead. (laughs) Fuck. For no reason. Jesus <laughs> so, Christ. So I mean like so it's it's nice to see that shit. It's it's nice to see a company that cares about what its hardcore fans and its wrestlers want. I mean as long as it as long as it doesn't take away from something you're planning to do or doing yeah. or get in the way of something. But you're not doing much with Kingston at the moment and Akiyama was willing to do it, so cool. It creates something to do. It's it's makes sense. So this whole thing came apart like or came together like in three weeks. Yeah. Like, what was Kingston going to do if he, this didn't happen? Nothing. Anything? Nothing. 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 He he's he not. Was, he wasn't doing anything before he was part of the Eliminator tournament that he lost week one. He was just honestly, he's just been wrestling dark. He's been wrestling tags with Ortiz. I think it's to give Ortiz something to because he's real close with him. And uh, yeah, so this he was like. He's always he's he loves Japanese wrestling. He's made no I follow, no secret I, of the fact that Junakiyama's his greatest inspiration. I followed Kingston on the Twitter, and that's all he retweets. Yeah. Just, just new Japan, old Japan old wrestling Japan videos. Yeah, yeah. that awesome. or Terry Funk, one of the two. I enjoy him. I, I get a, yeah. I get a lot of enjoyment out of the stuff he picks. He's got good taste. <laughs> so Akiyama saw the tweet and was like, and they work with DDT anyway. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll come over. I got shit to do. Uh, I'm clear of that weekend. So they just set up a tag match, and then this, and I I, I liked it. For, Jun Akiyama is a legend in Japan. He's fucking badass. He can still go for his age. I'm not going to tell you he's he's as good as your top-rate workers today, because he's not. But he's kind of like, he's better than Minoru Suzuki still is at this mm-hmm. point. And I don't mean to disrespect, but Minoru's broken down the last couple of years. Whereas Jun still has... A little bit left in the tank. Um, Kingston got the win. I was, you know, that was cool. Everything about it was cool. I enjoyed it. From I'm a big fan of both. I know your your mileage varies rapidly. And of course, I picked uh, Junak Young because I can't 
Yeah. And you can't just pick Eddie Kingston to win anything. Yeah. Uh, love Eddie Kingston. Uh, you gave it three and a half stars. I uh, stick with it. I really like this match. And uh, the other thing that came out of this zero hour, Kanosuke Takashita, all elite. In fact, moving, he's been an unintentionally really fun Twitter follower as well because he's <coughs> moving to America and he's been trying to figure out, guys, I don't know what, quite what to do here. Do I find a place to live first? A car? What do I do? I'm and someone was like, go to Cinnabon. He's like, of course. Go to Cinnabon. Because he loves Cinnabon. Cinnabon. <laughs> Cinnabon follows him and tweets him all the time. Because <laughs> the last time he came here, he would find a Cinnabon in every season. He's like, I love Cinnabon. <laughs> I'm, uh, that's awesome. Man. Uh, I did like, I, I thought it was funny that they gave, they let Kingston cut a promo. And it's like, how much time <laughs> do I got? Two minutes. So this was interesting, right? So they essentially had him fill time by plugging the card. Yep. Yeah. Which sort of worked in his weird-ass way. Because the Zero Hour is free on YouTube and on Bleach Report if you bought the pay-per-view. He puts over the women's match. Yep. That's my match. Uh, and then they told him we have to build a cage, so get out of the fucking ring. Exactly. Like, okay, I guess I'm done, bye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was the weirdest like sell to a pay-per-view, but I sort of am here for it. He's like, buy the fucking pay-per-view. How much time I got? Later. And I was like, hey, this is free on YouTube. We can't yeah. be swearing like that. Well, <laughs> this oops. is being well, seen by a lot of people. Better to ask forgiveness than permission. There it is. I but, cl- a client of mine had that. He bought a new TV. And that's his saying when he uh, shows it to his wife. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tricky one. <laughs> it's going to be noticeable. Yeah, it was a big TV, too. Like, so. I don't know. It uh, was here when I got here. Where'd this come from? Uh, yes. I love you. Yep. I've had another one, and he buys multiple TVs because he wants the, the newer one. And, like, you just bought one last year. And he's like, eh, I don't care. It's my money. <laughs> oh, well, not that. Uh, after the court, it won't be yeah, your money. Bum, bum. Anyways, <clears throat> then we get to the show proper. And where were we again? Newark? Newark, yeah. New Jersey at the Prudential Center. Cesspool Crowd area. of... Doesn't say. I, I'm, on the, I'm on the wiki. And it, it was... So it was uh, just sold out, so... God damn it. I do the number like it an hour was ago. Like, wasn't it like 96% sold out at yeah. one point? Like yeah, 16,000 or something. It was pretty yeah. close, yeah. It's the benefit of the knowing doing four pay-per-views a year. Like yeah. You actually get... People in the fucking building. And again, WWE. We're, I would say this going into this pay per view. I was hyped, but not like extreme hype like I've been with. No, this is the least. Previous shows. About it. Yeah. It's, it's the least excited we have been, but you know, it's not the worst built card ever. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, they still built it pretty, they still built I, it pretty well. I will say this everybody has just decided, especially since the punk thing happened, that the, the, these, this is now just WCW or TNA, a clown show. It'll be out of business in two months. Nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, it's and it's like, look, it's it's been better. Yeah, there's there's issues. Yeah, and they need to be addressed. Yeah, but the doom and gloom is hilarious. It's like, what's, <laughs> yeah. what was wrong with you people? Or, or they're going they're going <laughs> to be done in a year. Okay, now, come on, get it right. I will say, I'm in the middle. It is a clown show, but it's not TNA and WCW. No. Yeah, as someone who is currently watching WCW weekly, it, it is not that. It is not even close to that. WCW wishes they were this. Right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hmm. Anywho. What's All right. First, first match. First match starting the show off hot with a cage match. Jungle Boy, ver- Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Luchasaurus. Well, this was fucking awesome. It was. Jungle Boy's tights, an homage to Shawn Michaels' tights in Hell in a Cell because that's Luchasaurus' favorite match. He's playing mind games with them. 
And uh, that's the match they worked. They worked Taker and Sean. That well, first cell match. They they did it right, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, I love this great. match. It was fantastic. It... Luchasaurus beat the shit out of him for like 20 fucking minutes. They, how many beat ca- the brakes off of that dude. How many cage match? Um, three so far? Because it was Cody, Cody, Cody and Wardlow. And Wardlow. And yeah, the Bucks and Pent, uh, Penta and Lucha yeah. Phoenix. Something? Yeah. Uh, Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. Yeah. Didn't was there an MJF Punk and MJF have a cage match? It might no, it was, and it was Sean Spears and Punk. Yeah. Because it was remember like to get to me, you have yeah, to go through that's the right. yeah, yeah, okay. And then right. for some reason, it was like you're taking on Sean Spears on a cage match. Well, because that one you do have to add a little dressing too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hearts a hard sell. So, <laughs> punk, I, I know punks really good. That's a out hard Out of three sell. matches, cage matches, best one. This is the best one. Best one. Was, easily. This was fucking great, dude. Uh, Jungle Boy got some blood. <laughs> hard Jungle way. Boy, I mean, he he pulled a Shawn Michaels here. Uh, it wasn't as good as Shawn Michaels yeah. because that's yeah, Shawn Michaels. But but he pulled a Shawn Michaels here and he was pretty fucking great. And they, re- I mean, this match rehabbed the shit out of him. Yeah, I <laughs> I like him at the uh, the presser. The presser eating food like he's punk and bloody and shit. Kind of he was punking, having pancakes. He, he was eating pancakes, kind of punk and punk out there a little bit. Um, he did say at the presser though. What? This may be the end of one Jungle Boy. I, at some point, he was going to yeah. drop. I yeah, mean, I mean, you need to. You can't be Jungle Boy when you're 35. Like you, yeah. you have to be somebody. It was a good gimmick to get him started because he's got the look. To be honest, mm-hmm. that that hair, the skinny, yeah. he it and fit. he's horrific on a mic when he's cutting a promo. He's getting better, but it gave him a a workaround. Unfortunately. I have no. It's still not there yet, but I have noticed he is getting better. There is progression on the mic. This match was awesome. The fact that he got blood, and we think it was the hard way. It sure f- seemed like it. Seemed like it, unless he could somehow do the Sean of cutting yourself, well, so the flipping thing is, over it, you know. Well, he laid on the ground for about four and a half minutes, which yeah. I, he From. probably bladed there. Yeah. It just took forever. I like the, I like the fact that probably they, he's never done it, would be my guess. So he's, uh, a little, he's a little iffy about I'm doing it. I'm trying to think GCW before he broke his leg. Uh, that's Marco Stump, buddy. Uh, so, no, no, he hurt himself too. He got hurt too. Not a broken leg, though. Oh, uh, well, Stump broke the leg and then he he got hurt because they came back the same night. He, uh, I liked, uh, Luchasaurus looked like a killer. Mm-hmm. Wish they keep booking him this way. That'd be great. Uh, I like them brawling on the outside and mm-hmm. them not saying, "Well, you got to escape first. No. You know, uh, Christian with the 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 old the old uh, sleight of hand, sleight of hand was stealing phenomenal. the key. Yeah, I will say this: the way he can cut a promo and the way he looks in those jackets he's wearing, the the turtleneck jacket, yeah. I see money. Mm-hmm. And Christian is a heel manager when he's done wrestling for good. Do, do you think like? He- I, I'm saying it right now. I'd probably speed that up. I, <laughs> I mean, I love Christian, but I'd, I'd speed that up. Because holy crap, he's good in this role. Top, right, top of the cage, elbow dropped by one Jack Perry. Boy, he went down fast. And <laughs> I'm glad he connected because that would have been. <laughs> I and when he was climbing up, I'm like, what is he? Gonna, he's gonna, I didn't think elbow gonna drop. Do? I wasn't thinking. I was thinking splash. Once we found out he was doing a Shawn Michaels homage to fuck with, I should we should have now? Yeah. But, um, but I was thinking it was I, weird because it, the, the, it was like it was in real time, mm-hmm. and then someone fast forwarded as soon as he jumped because he went down like fast. You you can work an elbow drop, but it's regular. You can't work it off the top of a cage. You just gotta land on the fucking dude with an and elbow. And he almost missed him. 
Yeah, he, he was almost too missed. far out. But too he short. He was too short. Yeah, but he got Because it. when he got up, I'm like, is he going to be short? Is he going to be good? Or is he going to over jump? And then, boom, he short. But he right. hit it. That was it. He got it. But that was, I love this. And yep. I think he's getting elevated. I, I think hope. it's something else happened later on in the night that made me immediately think of him. Oh, get to there. So, okay. uh, so he gets the win there, uh, as correctly predicted by Corey Devin and Joe. Boom. Corey gave that four and a half stars. I stay there. I really loved it. I'll give it four and a half. I think that is one of my favorite AEW matches of all Can, time. Will this be one of the matches, say, down the line when we do the show? And it's like, hey, you have homework. And it's like, because we did the I Bucks, definitely see that. Bucks, Hangman, and yeah. Omega a, year, a couple years ago. And it's like, hey, you know what? Let's watch a cage match, and it'll be these, this I match. I could definitely see recommending this match again. I, it's something I will be watching again. I've got it on the gimmick already. And, um, yeah. All right. Now let's get to, uh, well, why this crowd was here. Except for the main event, this is why a fuck ton of them showed up. You have Death Triangle, your current trios champions, taking on the returning elite of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I marked out like a son of a bitch for that theme song. One guy said, I just love the song. I love classic rock. So I mean, I, I, it's I, a great song. It's right. also phenomenal on Guitar Hero too. So as soon as I heard Carry On, I was like, oh, that's awesome. So what was the the I was, the video was weird. I was trying to figure it out. I didn't. What were they doing I with the video? I don't know I the video. Because it, no was, it was them being erased. I'd have to watch it again. I just I didn't get it. Because it was them being erased and then them bringing back. And then it was the full gear clock timer. It hit like midnight or whatever. And Basically, then, they're telling their side of the story that, oh, they were trying to get. They were in danger of being erased by the company because of what happened. They were unfairly persecuted, blah, 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 yeah. blah, and blah, then blah, the blah, 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 They will carry on. They will carry oh, on. There's, no, there's, but then a great song came on. So They're very smart. One, they've wanted to use this song for a while just because they love it. They used to use it as theme music way back when. PWG? Uh, before that even. Okay. Um, they used this. And in their backyard shit, this was their song. Um, but there's also hidden nuggets within the song. Carry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are gone. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Um, but that's fucking awesome. I like CM Punk. Pretty oh, much. Sorry. And that's supposed to be their, like, the trio's music from now on. Okay. Uh, they'll uh, use the regular music. It's, it's not cheap. No. <laughs> Actually, from what I understand, from what they read, uh, Kansas was. A minimal. I mean, to they, it. they tweeted him out. They, they shouted him oh, out. Oh, yeah, no, they, they shouted him out. Yeah. And I guess from what I heard, Kansas kind of gave him a, a good discount, a buddy discount. Like, you know, right? I mean, it doesn't hurt. You get a fuck ton of people who probably never heard someone buying yeah. it. I mean, uh, that's that's a good business decision. Look at Jane. Look at, uh, you know. And if you look at it, that one cost a bit more, I can yeah. guarantee you. But to uh, know what heard it from, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, no, like, if you're Kansas, hmm, AEW, if you even do, or have someone do a little bit of research, newer company with a younger fan, yes, they can use my song. Yes. People are like, I know. I don't know who these old people are, but the young right. bucks use it. I'm gonna go ahead and buy right. their song. I'm gonna listen and to that Especially album, now, yeah. where it's easier than ever to just go on Spotify and go carry on. Wayward. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. They should update their album on that to the young bucks pose. Yeah, they should. How sick would that it's be? It's smart. It's smart business. How sick would that be? I don't see why other bands aren't that smart Did you from have, that era because have, it's like you're not getting younger people to listen to shit anymore. 
like that. The it's people just, who like you already like you. They yeah. already have the album. I like the so they <laughs> right? came out with two new shirts, and I want to bring them up and see if you've seen them. Corey, they have one that says the elite, and it's in the design of the logo. That like because the the set was different for. I like that full set. gear. It was like. Tie in Tron, Big Tron, Big Tron, Little Tron, Little Tron, and a little walkway. Like what a WD entrance would be, but they separated the screens. One says Elite, and it's in the color scheme that they were shown on top. Yeah. And then the other one, it's the AEW logo, but everything is black but the E Yeah. for the Elite. Yeah. So I'm like, that's kind of cool. Um, but this and match. <laughs> I'll tell you what, okay? Before anybody breaks down or gives their opinion. <coughs> I am different. From most <coughs> hardcore wrestling fans of my age or older, I well, my I uh, I've done a better job adapting to what wrestling is now. That's not to say that I love all of it, yep, or want it to be that way, yep. I but just it, see what it is, but it is that way, but it is that way, and I just <laughs> see it. So I've done a better job adapting to these guys in this type of match. Does this match remind me of the matches I loved when I first started watching where the Rockers or the Brainbusters or, you know, we'll talk about later or Rick Rude or no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't resemble that in any fucking way, shape or form. Well, I mean, they're super gigs. Parties. <laughs> but I've learned to adapt and Jesus. I can appreciate what <laughs> I can. Here's my favorite part. I can appreciate what they do. Sorry, we're watching what, Corey? Bash of the Beach 95. Thank you. Oh, we just put on Vader's helmet gimmick. Which has to smell terrible in there. What the f- Jesus. Mr. Adapt? So we got distracted. It's, it's, it's a weird look. <laughs> it pops me every time. Uh, I've been able to adapt and appreciate what these guys can do. It's, uh, it is a style of work, whether people like Jim Cornette or Ole Anderson or... Anybody wants to admit it or not, it is a style of work. Is it the best style of work? No, I don't believe so. Is it the best for our business if the entire next generation also grows up to emulate this particular style? No, I think it's horrendous, actually. But I can appreciate it. It does take talent to do what these six do. You can't just walk in there and start doing this shit, especially people like all six of them are talented. Mm. But to my, in my opinion, I'm going to single out Ray Phoenix and Nick Jackson. Yep. Those two, that's a different level. Those two. Not Pac? I like Pac. I think Pac's good. But those two are just on a different level to me. They can do... It's like Shawn Michaels, Ray Mysterio level, where it's like when they were at their absolute prime, they, they made the shit that no one else could do look so fucking easy that anybody should be able to do it. But you know, like, no one can do that. That's what those two can do. I enjoyed the hell out of this match, um, and I got to be honest, I I'm a I'm a CM Punk guy. I don't take his side in this, but I don't take theirs either. I've been on record on this very podcast saying I think both sides are completely immature, stupid piles of shit in this, and just fucking get over yourselves and make money. That's how I look at it. But that crowd, for sure, fucking over for them. Give me that. What'd you guys think? Uh, I I didn't. Hey, it's not the right word. It's too strong of a word. I Love. didn't dislike the match as I usually do with their match, mm-hmm. and not because of what they do isn't good. It's just it's always the same. 
they just there isn't a lot of psychology nuance or psychology or there's nothing that really differentiates their match like this match from something that happened three weeks ago and I didn't feel that way this time I will say this and it was lost in the room but it was supposed to be and I don't say that offhand it's just that I'm the only one who thanks Devin well no it's that there there was the young bucks do have psychology it's a psychology that you have to really pay attention to get now, I noticed it, and they, someone on Twitter showed video comparisons. These two teams famously met in PWG like 2015 or 16 or something like that. And Matt Jackson took a lot of the moves that the Lucha Brothers did to them in that match that was devastating and did them to them in this match to give them like a taste of their own medicine, hit them before they hit you kind of a thing, mm-hmm. which is good psychology. The only problem is it's so meta. That unless you're the hardest of the hardcores who are watching PWG and then watch this, and then even have good memories, you're not necessarily going to remember it. Yeah, I guess I consider that more a callback than a psychology. Like, it's how, way, like for me, like when I define psychology, done. like it's if you like for me, I had never seen any previous match they like that, so I should be able to pick up what they're doing without having to know the backstory. Like yeah. that to me is good psychology in a ring. Yeah, I was, it may not be good psychology, but it was psychology because it's like, it's a little bit like Christian. Christian's really good um, at what's called defensive offense and learned defensive offense, which is like you do something to him and you're never going to do that again to him in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't like it and think it's lame and terrible storyline or like psychology. But to me, I think it's good. The way Christian, it's it's because it makes you think. But it's also like he's not going to fall for that RKO out of nowhere in that spot again because he fell for it once already. The Bucks do a lot of that too. Christian, um, yeah, Christian did that with the RK with Randy story. Like, oh, he RKO'd him here. Does the same spot the next match? Oh no 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 yeah. no! Stall. He, he's he's probably the foremost guy at doing that kind of psychology, um, which is really divisive, and it continues to be here because the Bucks do that same thing. Uh, defensive psychology. I I enjoyed this match a lot. It was fun. Like these first two matches are crowd tiring, but I enjoyed both of them. It's just they both went eighteen forty. They both went. Like, wow, really? Both That's went, weird. Yeah, and That's weird. Like to me, to time. I'll just say this: to me, going into this match, I just think that there will be no psychology. It's going to be the flippy dippy, you know. I mean, but like LeBron over here. That's right, brother. True, true. Um, but. Uh, but like they do the flip, but it makes sense for their matches. Yeah, not it makes sense like, in that world. It's not in their world because we've seen the Bucks and the Luchas, and they go, you know, in the cage match we just talked about, which is great. Yeah, which is great. So like they know what they're doing. You add Pac, uh, Pack, uh, you add Omega, who can just okay, they can ease their way into and, it. And, and can I throw in this too, Omega? Maybe the guy that benefited the most from brawl out. I was gonna say, as they call it, he got a full year, like a full year rest. Because he pretty much got a full year rest, because like, he wasn't quite ready to come back yet. So this, this, they this that two months line. of suspension yeah. probably helped him a lot. Probably the best thing that's happened to him. Also, uh, he didn't wrestle a lot. He didn't. No, they uh, the Bucks carried are the doing a good job hiding what is clearly a physical deficiencies now for his body. He's just mm-hmm. so broken down at this point. They're doing a good job hiding him in tag matches. It's a good spot for him to be in his tag matches. It is. Because 
I'm glad he got the run he got last year because I don't think he's got another one of that caliber. He's got in him. matches like that. That's yes. not runs. Yep, I agree. That's is why I think his his first singles match is probably that one in Japan. He's not going to have one before that. He probably won't have another one until maybe boy, some other guy comes back. Boy, they're smart. They <laughs> after this match they announce a best of seven series with these teams to ensure that the Bucks won't have to go anywhere near FTR for the rest of the year. But through way into next year again. <laughs> are you? I honestly was surprised because it's going all seven. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's going, going all seven. Go on. Oh, they just do the sweep. Plus the storyline of Phoenix finally being like, "Fuck, I'm using this hammer." Bam. Are you guys? I was surprised. You guys sh- shocked? Surprised that Death Triangle won? I was shocked. Well, as soon as as soon as I had time to think about it. Mm-hmm. I realized I shouldn't have been shot. I was not because I picked him to win. What's up, baby? Everybody else picked the elite. Well, we all picked the elite because you know. I'll be honest. I assume the EVPs are coming back. They're going to get their belts back, baby. Yeah, ex- same here. Um, but I didn't know a best of seven was planned. So my question no about one that because yeah. they announced it like an hour later. By the so, way, does that mean the belts on the line every match? I don't best of seven. They, uh, to, uh, they, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I would think not because then it'd be like four hundred title changes. There'd be multiple title changes. <laughs> yeah, especially if they go. You win, I win, you win, I win, you win, I win. Right? I so hope like, not. I hope not. I'll look it up right now. They didn't mention it I don't it think I they said. No. I think they just showed the, the thing. Well, So does that mean they, they those wrestled, titles are going to be defended for three months? Because they wrestle tomorrow. Probably. Yeah, game match two. The last match is January 11th, so a little under two months. In, in L.A. Which oh. In L.A., Southern California, home the to the Bucks. Bucks, that's where they're winning the belts. Okay. Should have thought. Yeah, if they'd have let us know this, I would have known that. Um, what I give it? Uh, you gave it four and a quarter stars. Yep, I stick. Now behind the scenes, I'll the the listeners. Old. So you actually had switched the scores for the first two matches and switched them back. I did. I switched after thinking them. about it, you thought the first match was a little better. Yes, I did, and I stick by this now. I stick. I'm I'm correct in my secondary assumption now. There it is. So while Joe is looking that up, Cracker Jack staff it is. We're going to the next match. For the TBS title, I had to think about it, which one it was. Uh, Jade Cargill taking on Nyla Rose. So Nyla comes out in a lowrider. Vicky Guerrero wearing the WWE shirt, I'm Your Mommy, the, the Rhea uh, Ripley shirt. A little weird. That but... Rhea gave her props on. Uh, the, the problem, Marina Shafir... Dressed mm. as a cholo, oh. which did not go over well with someone in the room. Nope. <laughs> Devin. Yes, not Devin a, had a huge problem a with it. Um, and then Nyla, and then Thunder, or Thunder, not fucking. No. No, talent was, Jade, in, this, talent was in this match. So it could Jade, be better. Jade Cargill coming out as one of the Thundercats? God damn it. Yes. Uh, do you remember who it was? Fuck me. Um, I saw it like 30 minutes ago, and I can't think of so who the hell it was. She says she's with an S. Did she say S. She says yes. she's never wearing that outfit again. Really? Yeah. Didn't she said uh, no work more, for no, her. No leggings for her while wrestling. Work for I me. Mean, I was a fan of it. I was work for me. I was a big fan of what she was wearing. Right. And or not wearing. Uh, Chitara. Uh, Chitara. Yeah, Chitara. That's what it was. Uh, that was a cool fucking look. Yeah. No, it looked cool. She does good pay per view looks. The match was exactly what we thought it'd be. A little clunky, but you know what? Not as bad as it could have been. Not as bad as it could have been. Yeah. 
I think both have improved a great deal. Get to that later. I still think you need to get that belt off her before that undefeated streak becomes a noose. Um, I just they don't have anybody who's believable to beat her. At forty-two and zero, I fear it's it's real close to becoming a noose. Do you think they want to get it to fifty and then? Because fifty is a nice round number. I don't think they have a game plan. I don't think they planned this. I think it just kind of like with Goldberg. I think it, it just kind of happened, and then they haven't found a good place to end it yet. Um. Kind of like WCW. They didn't find a good place to end it yet either. We'll go back, go back for a second. The AW World Trios Championship Best of Seven Series. It is whoever wins the four wins the titles. Yeah, okay. So, that makes sense. Because okay. the the image on the thing, it says championships. So like, Does it wait. show the dates? Yes. March yeah. 1st. Mm-hmm. March. Damn. Skipping way ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Match 1st. Skipping way ahead. I'm thinking of War Stories here. Uh, match 1st was November 19th at Full Gear. Match two is November 23rd for us tomorrow. Match three, November 30th next week. uh, Match uh, four is December 14th at Winter is Coming. Match uh, five, December 21st, if necessary. It's the um, AW Dynamite Holiday Bash. Uh, Match six, if necessary, December 28th and New Year's Smash. And if necessary, January 11th in uh, Los Angeles on a dynamite. So all the matches are on dynamite going forward. They're they're only taking like two weeks off in this band, so it's... They're they're not you know that might tire the people out on it. But. I, I see. Here's <laughs> that's my to, only worry. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of wish excited. it was like it would go to like revolution. I mean, that's space. I'm kind of excited just to see because there would be some matches be like, oh, I'm just gonna hit you with a fucking chair and that's it. You know what I mean? Like the match yeah. ain't gonna go oh. long and it's just gonna be a cheap well, shot. Well, I mean, it's the Young Bucks match. I wouldn't bet on that. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be smart booking. Though, would you have told people ahead of time it was best of seven or just kind of let it? Play out naturally that it become it's becoming a best of seven. That's what they did. I had done what they did. Have match okay. one, and then it got over so well to match announce that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Although you know what, I wouldn't have minded if the titles were on the line each and every match because with so many titles, and this is a six man tag title, you can have frequent title changes with this one, and it, it's not going to mean the most. It's not it's like also a brand new belt. Yeah, it's, it's not like your world title. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like That's so. Fair. Yeah, like. Four title changes in two months with this belt. It's like, no, nah, it doesn't really matter. It's uh, for the Jade and Nyla. Jade and Nyla. <laughs> the match Sorry. was it was okay. Yeah, it was, it was all right. It's it's pretty much what I figured it would yeah. be. Nyla's gotten so much better. She has. Oh my god, she's improved. She's a great promo. As the producer I'm says, here. as the producer says, since we watch her on the uh, Ethan Page uh, game uh, toy hunt stuff, that if you let her be her, she would be better, and she has. She's been good. Uh, so let me get back to it here. So Jobin and I picked Jade Cargill to win, and Corey and Devin were on the Nyla train. How about that? We're on Why'd you go Nyla? Nyla? Uh, I just thought. Time. I keep thinking it's time to get the undefeated streak off her, and Nyla's a big, uh, like, badass as well. So it makes the most sense, unless they Fair have enough. something planned for somebody. And then I thought about it. They might be holding off ending the streak in the title till Statlander's good. It might be Statlander who's going to do it. Can you bank on her being healthy ever? It'll it's be a, a while. It's a, it's a nice I mean, question mark. Jesus. Uh, you gave it two and a quarter. I stick to it. Next match. Uh, the four, Fatal 4-Way. Four not Fatal 4-Way. Yeah, Fatal 4-Way. 
For the Ring of Honor World Champion, Chip, you have Brian Danielson taking on champion, Le Champion Chris Jericho, Le Champion, Sammy Guevara, and Claudio Castagnoli. So, can I just say something first? Uh, no, you can't. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Um, there, I've been look. I've been looking at some reviews for this show, mm-hmm. and I will say this: a lot of people say that this match was better than the six man or the cage match. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. But I've read all. that as well. The six man, I can see an argument for not the cage match. Uh, I this match was okay. Um, it was too. It, Two people fly out of the ring and are gone for 10 minutes. Just, the match you know. went 21 total. So this is the longest match of the night so far. And, yeah, it will be the second longest to the main event. Um, but, yeah, it's like uh, it's going to be Jericho versus Danielson and Claudio. And then Sammy comes in and knocks out Danielson. Then it's Claudio and Jericho. Knocks out uh, Jericho. Then it's Danielson and Claudio. And then, it, you know, it's like... It's just the normal trope happened in this match. And then we get the best of the hits. And then, and then Jericho misses the, as, as um, Claudio's doing the, the, the spin. Jericho's supposed to hit him with the, you know, the back elbow. Yeah, didn't quite hit and kind of hit his chest. Yeah. So what do we do, Corey? Do the same spot. Mm-hmm. Those two fucking know better. Yeah. They, honestly, three of the four know better in this match. Sammy, and you could just tell Sammy, he'll he'll follow. He's really good at being led. Mm-hmm. They know, you don't, like, if you're going to redo it, give it a couple minutes and then go back to it. You don't immediately go back to it. Yeah. That is rookie-ass because, 101 because, wrestling. Because if you watch it, it does this. They all stand up. Claudio turns around and just does the Del Rio thing of freeze. And then let's Jericho do the uh, Judas effect. And I'm like, probably no. my singular biggest pet peeve in pro wrestling. Do the same, do the, do the same move. Go right back to it. No, Mm-mm. organically work your way back I didn't, to it I, as fast I, as possible. I won't okay. lie. I, don't, I didn't like this match. I, yeah. didn't, I mean, it was good. It was well worked. There was nothing wrong with it. But I definitely don't think it was as good as those other two matches. No, this could be stiff. I need a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I just, for me, I I just didn't like it because of just the same old same old tropes in a fatal four way, and it's just we get it, we get it in both. I'm not saying well, WWE does better. I'm just saying like we get it everywhere that it's throw your opponent out. Oh, I fucking hate the four four way, the three way. But you love the five way. That's fine. No, we know. fuck that too. Fair it's like where there's yeah. people take imaginary naps. It's it's not normal. It's yeah. not organic. We just, you like, know, go, hey, go back and listen to us talk about uh, No Way Out 2001 in a federal four-way between where they did it X-Pac, right. Chris Jericho, Benoit, and, and Guerrero, so, and watch them do that right. I remember everything, but I just listened to Cornette's review of it, and he he took a stopwatch. So at one point, Claudio took a code breaker and bumped outside and was gone for two minutes and 45 seconds mm-hmm. on a code breaker. Yep. Normally, if you get beat in the match, you get up like four seconds later, walk mm-hmm. to the back. You're not out for 245. It's, it's terrible. It's like, oh, it's bad. It's industry wide, mm-hmm. and it has been an issue since, well, honestly, the attitude. The attitude, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it needs to, and it, what, what I'm talking about is it's, oh my God. <laughs> the complete 
the complete ignore ignoring of any real form of ring psychology. You know, make it you, make sense. Like so you know, Brian Danielson was trained by Shawn Michaels and Regal, so you know he got some psychology. Jericho was in the dungeon. Yeah. And around the Hart family, so you know he knows. I don't know who trained Claudio, but he's really fucking good. He's really so, fucking good. So you know, he knows what know the better. fuck he's doing. I there's mm-hmm. no excuse for that, honestly. Make it make sense. And and it's just like even current day, like example when fans hated Roman, Roman's in a fatal four way. What are the crowd chanting? Roman's sleeping. You know what I mean? Like there it's just like there's we get these spots and it's just yeah, like and I remember those. His were especially egregious. Yeah. I mean, he'd be down for six or seven minutes at a fucking time. He it's also like, <laughs> wasn't in ring shape then. He couldn't work. No. Or he can work now, but he can't do it. it was like, he couldn't do it. Remember that rumble where he just he was one and didn't wrestle for four to five minutes? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> didn't they have Edge and Roar in the other day? Yeah. That like a couple years ago? Yeah. It's... Yeah, my number one rule, if I was to be in any profession, to run any kind of, I don't care what company it is, make it make sense. If it doesn't make sense, don't fucking do it. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Don't do it. Uh, but uh, Chris Jericho gets the win here, uh, as correctly predicted by Corey Devin and Yobin. Hello, I, uh, I was so I've been trolling. Not trolling, but it's not as fun if we all just pick the same winner. Uh, but I actually thought Danielson would. I thought we'd get that fucking belt off of Jericho. But I should have known better that Jericho would not lose. Not to mention the the interview Brian gave, where it says he doesn't want to be a champion. He said, "So there's that." He said he'll do it if Tony wants him to. If it'll help the company, he'll do it. But he wants to pretty much specifically work with young guys and help them learn. He said, "I make too much, so he can't do it." And I understand that, but I'd be happy if I just worked dark. That's all he wants to do now is work with young people and help them get better. He's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> right? He's weird, dude. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, I gave you gave it, I was just scrolling back to it, three and a half. I stick with that. I mean, it was technically good except for the stupid sleep segments. And the bonding. And that bonding. But, yeah. Uh, Eric, Jericho gets, he's guilty a lot of times. Uh, and a lot of times he nails it. But he's always been guilty of being really adventurous with those endings. Like the way he can come into his moves. Some of the ways he got into Code Breakers were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were times where it didn't quite work. And this time it was a little bit too adventurous for that elbow. Didn't quite work. But at least he's trying. Like at least he's like thinking of different ways. And, and I mean, to be, and to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, to you be know. Fair. When he was really creative, that was 10 years ago, and he was in much better shape. And also, doing spinny shit is really fucking hard. And and at his age and his capacity, spinning into a move is not easy for him. Spinning into a move while someone is also, somebody else is spinning. Because he's doing the spin. It's tough. You can work around them. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. So I I won't give him too much flack for not hitting that. But you can't go right back. No, but you can't go right back to it. (laughs) Just go to a different ending. Hit him with a code breaker. Oh, your next match was pretty much guaranteed to disappoint one way or the other, and it did. It is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on, in her first match in five years, the debuting Soraya. Soraya. T-I-Teats. 
It's T I E. Yeah. As Corey yeah. said, uh, he loved the outfit she was almost wearing. Yeah. And she said it was inspired by China. I guess I can see that. I, it's weird that someone would get paid that much to come in and be an enhancement talent. Hey, I'll tell you what. See what I'm doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, we talked about this match. Could be Warrior Hogan 98, which it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And to it, their credit. You know. But it also wasn't going to be a five-star classic. And it so wasn't. we just kind of got... We got, we, we got Britt Baker stuck in first gear. Yeah. And Soraya so much as admitted in the the press scrum, she said she, I'm going to go out of character here for a minute, but she pretty much said Soraya, uh, Britt Baker, she she did the yeoman's work and carried me through that. And it's, oh, she guessed early. Yeah. It went 1230. Mm. That's way too long. Way, way too, long. too long. Shouldn't have gone that long at all. And she didn't need to win. Your first match back in five years, you thought you'd never wrestle again. Lose to a roll-up or something. That's It's perfectly excusable. It doesn't get you any less over, but it helps her stay over. They, they did this Burkers spot, they, used to know who should win the matches. You know what I mean? And, and this, it's not always who the fans want. And this is That's an, how you tell a story. This is another problem that's industry right, except for New Japan pretty much has. That, that booker picks who he wants, and he sticks with it, right? For better or worse. And pal. And pal. Everyone else, it's like, why is this blisters. person winning? Yeah. It made no sense for her to win. It wouldn't have dampened the storyline at all. Like, In fact, it tells a better storyline. I just don't get it. Because it, uh, then the storyline becomes, can she come back? But now she's come back and was rusty as fuck, gas is all hell, but still beat the woman you've been putting on but for three years. Your best uh, talent has so, been betrayed on TV so for three years. It, so she will be the next, she's the female punk, that they're going to... Shooter of the moon. Crowds are retired. Yeah, that's 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 that is to me. Look, look, look. To me, that is what I think of the outcome of this match. Of you beat Britt Baker, DMD, who's been your champion for the past like almost three years. Your she is one of your pillars that you say, and then she comes in and loses to Soraya. And now, <laughs> what's going to happen with Britt Baker? We're back. You know where we're back with Britt Baker back at after she lost the title the first time. Going, where do we go from here? Where do we go with her now? What's the storyline with her? Because what happens at, later on, later later, which is, is even story. more confusing. Which yeah. is now even more confusing. But then you have Soraya, who should be like, so what? She's like, not. Is she going to be? Eh, I, I'm going to say this now. At the next pay per view, she'll probably be in the this very ring. ring. She'll probably be in the title match, like against Thunder Rosa. The, uh, Let's see what happens there next. The, the Britt Baker thing, like with her losing, and then what happens later, which we'll get to. It's very WWE, which is not why we watch AEW. We want an alternative, not light. I will say this: I am not as down on Tony Khan's booking as other people. Uh, I religiously listen to Cornette every week, but I'm sorry. Bill Watts was not going to be resurrected to bring back Mid-South Wrestling in 2019, Jim. It just wasn't going to fucking happen. Sorry. Also, fuck Bill Watts. Yeah, that too. But, I mean, like, you weren't going to get the wrestling that you want to see. That just wasn't going to fucking happen. But I, he has had a rough year. Uh, it's okay to ask for help. Unfortunately, he did. It's just the wrong people he's taking stuff from. Unfortunately, yeah, he uh, he he has hired two people in the last six months. 
One of which two weeks ago, uh, who you should be asking for help. Yeah. And Regal and Jared. That's uh, who you should be asking. It should be should be running your booking meetings. I'm not too sure Jericho needs to be giving that much input because no, his stuff is fine for what he does. But he's trying to turn MJ babyface. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Once more, that happened, like because nope, that benefits him. Then you stop talking. Like you stop listening to him. Well, MJF's babyface. I'm the top heel. <laughs> what should be? Damn! Which would be terrible, right? Because mm-hmm. that's just not how it's going to work. Nope. Um, uh, but this match, uh, God just, damn it, this was disappointing. I was, we were so hoping for, for Hogan Warrior. We were also for just, yeah. like, I didn't want anybody to get hurt. That's not what we, I'm saying. We no. almost, but I we wanted almost, botchy ass just getting lost. And, and, oh. then, and then, but then they also, because it is, I'll just say this, Corey. Yeah. It's a WWE trope. Let's focus on the brother. Let's focus oh, on the brother. You know what oh, I mean? I'm like, wants a job. he's angling for a job. Oh, I know, but you know what he's I mean. A like, and knowing they, Tony, he'll probably get it. And then you know they did the whole. It's too nice. Hired as Stunt. the producer pointed yeah. out, they did the same storyline with Danielson when his first match back. Focus on the neck. Focus yep. on the neck. How's the neck? Well, that makes sense. It does. And it's it does. right there. You and should it do it. Um. Honestly, if you don't do that as the main focal point of the match, yeah. what, what are you even what doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, for our picks, uh, the triumvirate uh, did pick Saray to win. Uh, I did go with Britt because I thought she should win. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey gave it two and a half, just your middle of the road match. Yeah, because I was disappointed. I wanted Botchamania. Yeah. Didn't get it, but nope. I didn't get anything above perfunctory. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, two and a half. Disappointing. Disappointing. All right, next match. What's something? Uh, for the TNT title. Correct. Yeah. Uh, we have Wardlow taking on Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse. I, I they did no not. fault of the guys. They did a good job with what they had. I didn't like it because I didn't like the match. It should have just been Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs. Yep. Wardlow wins. Yep. Then just goes to the Ring of Honor pay-per-view on December 10th and does the Joe match, and Joe can win the TNT title there. They shoehorned Joe in the last week. You didn't need to do it. So I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But the guys did good work. I can't fault any of them. Wardlow did like a swanton over, like, he (laughs) damn near, he damn near. That was not a swanton. That was Wardlow in the wind. Yeah, he he (laughs) damn I think no. if he, I think if he could, he could do turnbuckle or turnbuckle, but diagonal. <laughs> don't, not. They listen, Joe. Don't give yeah. these people fucking ideas. Jesus fucking do it Darby would do it. That's fine. Well, Darby can do it. Yeah, no, like, we don't need Wardlow going turnbuckle to turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't cave a motherfucker's face in. <laughs> but I, you know, it's those things. Like Just I agree. Like Brutus beefy. <laughs> Kill yourself. Uh, that's what I think. Didn't someone yell that in here when Jungle Boy went to the yeah, top? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good match Your for Honor. what yeah. they did, but I, it was not needed here. No, and it, to me, it didn't make sense because it's it's uh, Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs feuding for the past like month, and then last week. Power, uh, Warlow makes the comment, I'm going to take every title in here. And this then Joe's the like, reason to turn. And Joe's like, well, I guess I'm going to turn. And whoa, then, whoa, whoa, what? And then Powerhouse is like, what are you going to do about it? She's the Broflowski. Like the the two week, Wait, the, the two show feud between Powerhouse and Samoa Joe is more of a, what are you going to do about it? We're, we're going to lose Ward Joe? Oh, Yo, no. No, no. By the way, this match only went nine minutes and 55 seconds. That's fine. I. 
I see a lot in Wardlow. I'm, I, don't, I understand why they took the belt off Wardlow, though. I think he's being moved up the card. Um, Hopefully. I think they're going to redo him and MJF for the big belt and give him, not the win, yep. but at least the moment and the time he, that he was robbed out of last time I would by say MJF. what he kind of deserves, right? Uh, yeah. And, and my, I see... I see money and championships and, and Samoa Joe. No, in oh. powerhouse. I, I that dude to me just screams, "I'm gonna be a star." I see Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs at a main event of WrestleMania. That's you're, where I. That's where I see. You're them. probably not wrong. That's where I see. And because they're perfect built for that, yep. and if you know they're not going to get used, but I think Wardlow will be used better here, and I. I hope I hope Hobbs will be too, but so far he's do just kind of twisting w- Do you think at the ROH show it will be Wardlow and Joe? Probably. Just get the rematch I mean, out of the way. What the hell else is there to do? If you got a two week build and he's already feuding with him and took his belt, <laughs> so might as well be a rematch. It'll be a triple threat. He at least earned the rematch. Probably. He's a champion for like right? six months. So, I mean, I mean let him yeah. let him have a rematch against the. But it won't be for the TNT title. It'll be for the Ring of Honor. T- they'll yeah. probably just trade belts, knowing uh, this wrestling world we live in. Yeah. Which that's. That's a Attitude Era, ECW, WCW. I mean, they, they all did it. Yep. Hey, how about we just switch the belt? Every about, fucking draft. How about we uh, don't? Uh, so for the picks, none of us got this right. The triumvirate went with Warlow. Because it literally made no fucking I, sense. Uh, I went with Powerhouse Hobbs and Joe won. And we were like, what? It made no sense. Uh, you gave it three stars. Because, again, you can't fault the guys for working. They yeah, fine, they worked hard. The booking was stupid. Booking stubborn. Uh, the next match, I don't, this is weird. I, autocorrect here, Stung. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen taking on Jay Lethal and, ha <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Wee-hoo, sorry, sorry. Taking on Jay Lethal and Nosa Hall of Famer, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. Smartest man in the business. Continues uh, to prove it. God damn. Like I said, off air, I said, you know what? The Bucks and the EVPs, they have a problem with Punk. And Punk watch out. Punk, <laughs> Punk runs with his heart. Jared yeah. uses his brain. Punk is uh, Punk is very out front. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't backstage politics. He just tells you to your face or out in public you're a fucking dumbass. Jared's going to work those work those back channels. I, got, I, got, I guarantee you he's already four or five moves ahead of them oh. in the game of chess that he's playing. Tony already he already owns the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. Tony and Chad don't know it yet, but Jeff Jarrett owns yeah. the Jaguars. It's a bummer about them rodents. Let me take that off your hands. <laughs> oh, uh, Jeff Jarrett doesn't take care of some rizats. And he great. Uh, Jeff Jarrett gets rid of some rizats. You don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about that at all. He's, he's good at that. Um, and they don't like him. Like uh, famously, he was part of. Remember, he was part of Nick Aldis's mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. for the Cody match at All In, and the Bucks didn't want him there. <laughs> they don't like him. Well, because the Bucks aren't stupid. And they, it was, you know, they know was, what's about to happen. It was Cody who paid out of his own pocket, paid Jeff Jarrett to be there um, because they didn't want him there. Uh, so now they come back from being suspended. Guess who's running the shop? Hey, <laughs> fellas. Guess who picked him up from the airport? Hey, guys. What's up? El Cabong himself. Ain't he great? Playing his uh, country music theme song on the radio as he picks him up. Spend my day working hard. Uh, this Go. was fun. Again, it's what. You 
It's what I expected. Sixty-three-year-old Sting is fucking out of his mind. I love sixty-three. He is out of his fucking mind. Sixty-three-year-old Sting does again the crossbody off the fan, like the railing by fans. Over Sting can't 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 catch. That's because he over jumped his ass. He over jumped him. But again, this. How dare you blame Sting? I blame everything I blame on the on the tall dipshit. But I don't the, care if it's his fault or not. It's his fault. But the tall guy, we get, we didn't know what was going to fucking happen here. Is when Darby and Jeff are wrestling on the outside up by the ramp. Darby Darby gets a ladder, climbs up, and we're like, he's is he gonna who? Where is he gonna cough and drop? Because Jared was on the ground. He wasn't on a table. I was like, this is extreme even for for, for <laughs> Darby. It's like a 35-foot fall to concrete. And then he jumps. <laughs> and then Satin sings there and just catches him and lifts him up, walks him over the stage, and then, like, just throws him. Splat. Just there you go. Carries him like Jesus carried the cross through Nazareth and just like, throw him to the ground. fuck. I see. I, Zippy's a pinhead. <laughs> I think if they continue to go slow with him and don't overuse him, he can be a special attraction. He's huge. 7'6", like He's legit 7'6". so six. fucking big. Like, I loved that that move of Darby Allen trying to do the toupee, toupee, and he just bounces off him like a brick wall. That was fucking great. It's sorry, great. Sorry, uh, Jarrett. He took that. Yep. We thought he died for like, oh, God. Oh, Jerry got there. We'll see you later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Darby doing the coffee drop and got the Alcabong to the back. That was one of the I, best I, still photos say this. I've seen. I'm going to say this. I saw it, and then later on I saw uh, good old Road Dog, and he goes, that's a four four bat. That was a four. I'm like, yeah, that's a... Look at the form. <laughs> that's a... Cassianos went deep. Sorry, yeah. during your... Uh, he swung like a fucking Aaron Judge breaking a record. I was like, I, I'm not going to... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to hide it. My unrepentant Jeff Jarrett love here. You damn right. I'm sorry for your God loss, but there's Jarrett going deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry for your loss. Well, Jeff Jarrett with the guitar. Going deep. Bong. He's got to <laughs> This go. was just stupid fun. <laughs> Hit the Elkabong. That's going uh, deep. That's a four. Unfortunately, uh, we all also lost here because we all in this room picked Jarrett and Lethal to win. And because of course, how are you going to Because you know. we're not picking Jeff Jarrett, we're not fucking stupid. But of course, Sting and Darby win. And again, uh, Darby and Sting. Kind of like Jericho, a little that that planned finish of the combined coffin drop, not, death drop. It was a good <coughs> theory. It was but a it good work. theory, but it didn't work. But again, this is ambitious. Like, this is like the second time. This is like the second time we're staying. Like it's the finish. It was a good. Is, he's he's sixty three years old. Of course, I I know <laughs> like, that. I know that. But I'm know, just saying, it's a good thought. But you know the one thing I love about that pairing. Is that it's actually been beneficial to both? Yep, uh, and not just on TV. Like they genuinely like each other, travel together. It's so weird, right? It's like he's taught Darby some stuff, but it's almost like Darby's given him like a new lease on life a little bit. Like in the ring, it's just like I if we see it. Sting fucking jumping houses and BMX bikes, <laughs> though, it's gonna be a bridge too far. It's like what's going on here? If I start seeing Sting doing Travis Pastrana over his fucking house, I'm going to lose it. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, Corey, you gave that one three and a half. I mean, it should be seven, but yes. There it is. In the Tokyo Dome. Okay, your next match. One that I was fucking looking forward to. For the interim AW Women's Championship. No one doubts El Dandy. No one doubts El Dandy. Uh, Tony Storm... Versus Jamie Hader. 
Hater, hater, hater. The crowd doesn't. Fuck, she is over. No, it was good. It's the best women's match of the night by a lot. It's the best women's match I've seen in a long time by a lot. It's um, it was real fucking good. I f- this was really good. This they they both are really good. I feel bad for Tony Storm that these last two months kind of don't exist for her now. <laughs> like and the crowd went with Jamie. Yeah, and it's not that they were anti Tony. It's not that at all. But Jamie is just. A, I mean, she's so good. And she is just so fucking over organically. Homegrown talent. She got over. And they went with her, which they should have. I just wish this specter of Thunder Rosa wasn't dangling over she everything. she walks out tomorrow night. Oh, Tony Storm might punch her in the fucking face for real on live TV. It might be a problem she behind might, the scenes. She, I mean, you might get some Andrade, Sammy Guevara shit if she walks to that door tomorrow. No, where we're getting tomorrow is a Jade Cargill uh, bow wow moment. Yeah, don't care about that. Okay, okay. Uh, this match was fun. It was good. Um, again, they pulled the trigger right. The fr- the crowd got over with Hater and they gave her the title. Should have done that with the claim when they did it. Last pay-per-view. Game, top of the game. But no, it was good. I, as you guys have been saying, I, we swear to God, they better take the interim title. Just take it off. Yeah, you, you, talked about it, you talked about it on the Saturday when we were watching it. But like, Tony Storm's interim will, will mean jack shit when Thunder comes back. And, and now then, it does. And even Tony, he's, he praised Tony Storm saying, like, uh, She's been one of, if not our most reliable star the last two months. But if you look at Every the... Every week she goes out there and busts her ass, gives her and, all. But until she wins the title, you can look at the history. You, like, yes. you, have, you, have, the w, you have the women's champion, and then you have the interim women's champion. And yeah, it's I just like... It. it sucks, man. Like, it makes sense for some... It's okay to try stuff. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. Uh, so we all went with Hater here. We all got the victory, and you gave it three and a half stars. I stick to it. Your co-main event is up next, as the aforementioned acclaimed take on Swerve in our glory for the AEW Tag Team Championship. And we had an extended hot ass rap. It was fire. <laughs> he's, it was fire. He's so good. He did his rap, which was good. He was like, I got more. I got more to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean at some I mean, ending the match spoiler, uh, they broke up. Uh, but I was going to say, like, at some point they have to get some heat back, right? Because they are just burying the shit out of this team. Oh, that team got buried. Oh, my why, God. That was a kind of a hit job on this team. That's why I knew the end result was them was them breaking up. Because I was like, if you were going to keep them together, Jesus, they've dude. been annihilated. They would have they, they, they started to work together. Yeah. Because they've been doing this Keith Lee... I'm a good guy to swerve. I'm a bad guy for the since the well, last pay per view. But the acclaimed have just yeah. eviscerated them yes, on the mic have. and on music videos. Yes, and they have. They yeah, had like, Captain Insano in the last music so video. So I knew they had to be splitting up because you're not going to try to keep a team together after oh being that eviscerated. God, Jesus, and Lord. Captain Insano shows no, no mercy. mercy. It's, it's, it's okay, it man. It's okay. The, yeah, it the yeah. first match was their first. That match it all out was otherworldly. Yes, and that was lighting in a bottle. Yes, it was. Uh, this was okay. It was okay. I. It's just because I. I think Booble, you mentioned it. Like for this match here, 
they focus more on Swerve and Keith Lee yeah, not working together. They were the afterthought. They were the afterthought in this match. Which is not how your co-main event tag champ should be, but that's where we're at. Because where was Daddy Ass? Daddy Ass wasn't here because he wanted to control his emotions in front of it's a tricky, know. It's a tricky, slippery slope. In a situation like this... I didn't say what you picked. <laughs> you could, you can have a match, not a storyline, mm-hmm. but you can have a match where that tag team champions aren't the focal point because they are splitting up. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it often. Um, but in the right circumstances, it can be done. I don't know if this was the perfect circumstance. Can I, can I ask a question? Yeah. I just... Yeah, uh, like it. Did champ. you did you mind it hap- the breakup happened during the match, or would you hate it at, like after the match? Like if you go back to the pay per view war stories and listen to us about No Way Out two thousand one, about how Triple H and Austin go three stages of hell. Austin loses, but after the match, he stuns Triple H to get that heat back. After the match. Do you want them breaking up after the match to kind of ruin the moment for the claim winning their titles or do what they did no. of Keith Lee walking out before the final? For I'm fine end? with how it happened here because it tells the story. Okay. I, I'm not doing your shit. I'm leaving. And mm-hmm. it is the tag team champions. So they should be able to just wreck the one guy real quick like they did. But a little too long. They did like 90 fucking moves. They could have just hit a move and pinned him. It's 2022. It was weird. I was it's... like, they just kept doing moves to him. <laughs> like you've already... Verbally eviscerate. You can't just like hit him real quick and pen him. You got to like do gotta, every move gotta do it all, under brother. the sun. Got to do it all, brother. Got to remember this is the they're part of the generation of wrestlers who grew up watching and training. After watching people like not just the Young Bucks, but let's put credit where credits due, Seth Rollins, and uh, that WWE style of like 2011 through. You remember that main event style mm-hmm. where if there wasn't rampant uh, run-ins, there was unbelievable kickouts ad nauseum. Um, that's the that's the stuff they watch growing up. So they're, they're the generation they they think that's the norm. Jeez. And there's nobody there's nobody telling these kids one will do, maybe two. It's two on one. He's not gonna win. Yeah, pin him. There's no one around who will do that. That's there. Like I mean, I bet Dustin would say something like that if he was there. But who knows who's in the locker room that night? <laughs> who knows what he's doing? You know, he he seems to be he's training more. With off, the, he's flipping off Seth Rollins on Twitter. Yeah, that and he seems to be training more with the women, the girls, and his training camp. So, but yeah, no, they need somebody like Punk uh, or Brent Danielson to say, "Look, one will do. You don't need to do all that shit, and here's why." And then tell them why. Yep. Uh, so we all went acclaimed here. It was pretty obvious. Uh, three and a half stars. Yeah, it's all kind of been. And then your main event. We finally reached the. Sh- we finally reached it. Match 13, by the way. Match 13. Uh, John Moxley, your AEW world champion, taking on the challenger, cashing in his chip, MJF. The hottest match that they could have done yeah. as a main event of a pay-per-view. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not that hot. Uh, I think the build was kind of done backwards. Like, I think... The MJF Regal promo they did like two weeks ago, that felt hot. And that felt like like a go-home promo. Like the last two weeks. Moxie and then Moxie's, Moxie's, Moxie's night. terrible promo on that Dynamite. Was, and you know what? 
you know, it's it's not my favorite style that he does, but he's been killing it in the last few months. I mean, he's really been he's been like that locker room leader that they need. That was a swing and a miss. It yep. was not good. It was not good. And then the MJF stuff afterwards helped, but mm, not, not a lot. Really. Not a lot. Not really though. Well, because so it went in kind of lukewarm because to me. it went lukewarm because of the fact they went. Hey, at All Out, he got the casino chip from the firm. Two weeks later, he's like, you know what? You guys are on If I Need You, I Need You. A week later, hey, I don't need you anymore, and I'm cashing in my check, uh, my uh, chip at uh, Full Gear during the night that uh, Hangman got hurt. And then the next week, it's like, hey, I don't want any of you guys touching him. And then they turn on him, and then it's like, and then the baby face, who where's all my devil lovers at? And it's just like, what are we doing here? Why what what no no. Well, they were trying to for reasons unbeknownst to me, make him the biggest baby face. So when the turn happened, it made everybody mad. But they were gonna A, they were gonna cheer MJF no matter where they were when he won, but especially in that area of the country. Like he was gonna get a fucking giant pop. That area for him is the Canada. Canada. Yeah. I thought the match was okay. This is one of those Yeah, the match was fine. It was it wasn't anything great to write home about, but it wasn't bad either. It was it was fine. Um This is one of those instances where they do something and it doesn't quite make sense and you just wait until the, the the TV after, where the champ, or in this case Regal, yep, will cut a promo explaining everything. And hopefully, uh, remember after like it wasn't perfect. It wasn't a perfect <laughs> excuse, but after the barbed wire death thing, you know, hit shit the bed. Yeah, they did the promo with Kingston and Moxley, where Kingston said he had the flashbacks and passed out. And it wasn't great, but it was a re- reason to it get was through an it explanation. Now. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure both MJF and Regal, or at least one, will cut a promo tomorrow explaining the last couple months away, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, at least in some sort of excuse, and then they just move on. I mean, the elephant in the room, like, this was supposed to be Punk versus MJF. We were yes. supposed to get a continuation of what's been the greatest storyline in the last 10 years. We didn't get that, so this is the best they could do in the circumstances they had. It's not bad. You know, it's not, you know, Moxie and MJF didn't do a terrible job building to the pay-per-view. The last show wasn't great, but overall, people were excited to see the match. I think they were more excited to see MJF win. Mm -hmm. So if he had lost here, I don't know what would have happened. He's a master fucking troll. Jesus uh, Christ. He's so good. Um, So he wins. I called it. Because, I mean... You don't become a you know you know you don't have William Regal as your second favorite pro wrestler of all time, right? And not know the the likelihood that the villain is going to turn on all the good guys. So he uh, he digs in for the trunks for the ring, and Regal comes down and says, oh, "No no 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 no! You said you were going to earn it. You throw that shit away." So he did. Mox got him into like sixty five different chokeholds, <laughs> and then eventually something happened, like he a ref bump for or something. One, then we get a ref bump, yeah. And then old Sly Regal slid him in some brass knucky nucks. One punch later, we've got One, a new two, world champ. Three. And the three-year coronation is complete. Yep. Do you, question, do you think... I don't think they meant to do it, but... I'm not, never mind, I'm not going to say it, because I was going to go... Mm-hmm. Just a cor- like a out-of-the-blue thought of, like, the reason why it's lukewarm, it's like, well... 
you kind of fucked us at the last, you know, your last pay per view that you were at. No. no, there's a lot of people who don't pay close attention. Uh, he knows what I'm talking about. Yep. The guy that co-hosted with Cornette this week, he went to live. He went to Dynamite Live in okay. Bridgeport, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and there were people around him asking just out loud, "Was Sam Punk going to be here?" They have like, no idea. They have no idea what's going on backstage. They, they don't. Mm. They don't. Oh, they're either not on Twitter or they don't follow stuff on Twitter. And since they've never so mentioned anything, all on they TV, see is what happens on WWE. Uh, so, okay. so there's a lot of people that have no fucking clue. Punk's not there anymore, or why, or why they don't know why the Bucks were gone weird, for two months. Weird, so weird. But I, I mean, I get it. you're not gonna just waste your TV time dealing with the backstage shit. That's just a waste that doesn't do anybody any favors. But you know, it is, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad he's the champ. I mean, it's they at some need, point he needed the belt, and Moxley a different way. did what they needed him to do. They need to move on from everything and start a new. And I think course. Moxley's getting that vacation he was due, promised, which he's earned. He's yeah. earned, yeah. So well, he's like a one year old. Like, I, yeah, I take, I take the rest of the year off. So Just give going, me the rest of the year. Yeah. So we're going with we talked about because I would ask who's up next for MJF hey, title. Lord 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 Six weeks of vacation, something to sneeze at there, buddy. Yeah. So I haven't had up. a vacation since 2007. Mm. Must be nice. Humble brag. No, not no. really. <laughs> no. Okay, absolutely not. It's not. Humble brag. That sucks. <laughs> not, not digging it at all. More yeah. uh, low, I guess. Okay. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because after the, of course, after the winter is coming because the, the, the tournament final. Well, I guess, yeah, it'll be probably it'll be page, page, right? It'll be Page. You can, but then you, you've got a built-in story the of firm. the rest of the combat club so you, wanting revenge, or the firm. So maybe it's Morrissey, yeah, or, or it's Danielson or uh, Claudio or even Yuta. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of TV to burn through. Uh, any of those guys would be a Claudio or Danielson could definitely be a pay-per-view main event. So I was going to ask about that though. I don't know that we're going to get a lot of matches because he doesn't wrestle a lot. And he shouldn't. Re- remember. He's a goddamn re- star, you, and you, now he's the champion. Because you popped when they showed the... And you said the you said that exact same line. Like, that's, this is what you're supposed to do. He's like 22 and 7 or Yeah, something. he's like wrestled 29 like, times this year, minus the fact he was gone no, no, for... No, total. That was, that was oh, a total. Total. Three years. So three years, like 29 matches, while Moxley's at like... Uh, 70-something. 70, uh, 70 yes. yeah, almost month. 80 or something. And but so like... like so he shouldn't wrestle all the time. So I wonder if you're going to have all those TV matches. I don't want a lot of TV matches. Tag from matches? Life. No, he shouldn't he, wrestle. Even then, like no more than once every six weeks. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I want it sparingly. Like there's make like, it like feel a, like a six big weeks, deal, and then a pay per view. He, he and could then six weeks. He and could. Then like, he could. Like, could his storyline be like? Well, Prove yourself to me. I'm champ. That yeah. is the story. Why, why do I need it's it? It's a story. I, show want. yourself. Prove yourself, boy. And then, and then all he has to do is be MJF and go to podcast after podcast and just say, there's nobody in that nobody. company who's good enough yet to challenge me. Then Goldberg comes When they out. prove it, I'll figure it out. Goldberg. Uh, I think I think that uh, Wardlow is probably number one. Just the, to, the max I said something about Jack Perry earlier. Yeah. I, I see him... It's probably the most likely to beat Samoa Joe for that TNT title. And also remember, remember we talked about it like a year ago. How Khan came out and said that he they want Jack and MJF to be the Rock Austin for them. Yeah, 
So, I mean, and they've wrestled before. Yeah. So, don't kid yourself. Give him the TNT title yep. from Joe. Let him go for six or seven months with a good reign where you actually utilize him on TV. Wardlow was wasted in his TNT Or he gets, reign. he's got to get better promos. I mean, he has to, because you and, can't. Well, that's the reps. And that's, that's working. So that's the reps. Like, this thing is, and you can't, that's working with MJF. And MJF uh, like, will you, work two matches that whole six months. Like, you can't be in a feud and not be able to hang someone on a mic because you'll just get it. absolutely eviscerated and it won't matter that's to when you wrestle. So. so, I mean, that's that's what they got to work towards. They have things to do. Because Wardlow, you can work around the, the promo thing. Like, you don't... Wardlow, Honestly, you can work around it. I don't think Wardlow's a bad promo. I don't either. He's but, not a great promo. But it's... Like, when you're the size of Jungle Boy, sorry, you Jack Perry, you need yeah. to be able to talk. Yeah. Wardlow has that built-in advantage of not needing to... He's like, I was looking, like, I'll just... Smash you in half. Your dad was a goddamn actor. You've been around that entertainment part of it your entire life. I mean, Cody didn't have it when he first started. His, he true. was running to Dusty and Dustin. And we were like, who is this bland piece of shit? In fact, it took a long time. <laughs> so, he's got it now, but in he fact, didn't then. To be honest with you, I don't even think he had it in WWE. Yeah. I don't think he got it really until he, he was gone. Like... He did okay because in the he whole... Could, he, couldn't really, he couldn't rely on writers. He had to figure yeah. out how to cut a promo. Like, he did okay in the whole My Face is Disformed bag era, which even yeah. I got tired of real quick. But that's the only time he... I mean, other than that, when did he cut a great promo? When he but, uh, solved... Uh, racism. Racism. <laughs> well, again, that wasn't in WWE, so thanks for paying attention, Joe. Hey, I just want to bring <laughs> that up. That's the best promo ever. So, for the, for the picks here, uh, we all picked MJF. Except for Corey, who did go with Mox. At that point, Last I, minute, he, he switched to Mox. Because, well, like you said earlier, at that point, I was like, well, we can't all pick you. <laughs> I guess I'll go with Mox. Uh, you get the match three and a half stars? Yeah, again, it was it was good, not great, and not out of the... <clears throat> but not shitty either. Now, final standings. I had those written down. I went five and eight, which is impressive, considering I trolled a shit ton of these picks. I went five and eight. That's not bad. Devin and Corey tied at nine and four, which means your winner is Jobin at eleven and two. The guy oh. who pays the least attention out of all of us. So I'm talking about Jesus Christ, yeah, that's a fucking guy. Are we talking about uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, war stories. Uh, talking about thunder. Let me get my notes up. <laughs> so that was uh, full gear. Yep. Now we build to uh, what winter's coming is the next. Winter's thing? coming. Or, I guess we're gonna pay review. I guess the next revolution. Thing, right? But revolution in Oakland, Ooh. San Fran, yeah. San Fran, Calvin is a new arena. Oh, the new one? Is it New Year or Cow Palace? It was rumored to be Cow, Cow Palace. Cow Palace is the show, the Dynamite show. Oh, oh okay. So, so the new This arena. is at uh, Chase, Chase Center. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a nice little building. I mean, I could get them wanting to be in the new building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that was last week's pay-per-view. Uh, we have another one this week. We're yeah. talking about premium live event. But before we get to that, uh, let's go to uh, one Dekai Sensei with the latest installment of uh, what the fuck's happened in Japan. Ladies and gentlemen, from the land of the rising sun, Jeff Matta, the Kai Sensei here with your Japanese wrestling news. And as the weather turns cold, always nice to get some warm food in you. Just had a lovely bowl of maho tofu. Of course, that's a spicy tofu dish from China. Might be a little too spicy for the little bitches out there, but I absolutely love it. But let's get into this week's wrestling news. And of course, we have to talk about historic crossover. The cross-promotional event between New Japan Pro Wrestling and the world of stardom. And two 
big news items to come out of that show. First, the inaugural IWGP Women's Champion is Kyrie. She beat Mayu Iwatani in the main event of the show and not too much of a surprise after what we talked about a couple weeks ago. As Corey astutely pointed out, this title is primarily going to be defended in America. So having the more recognizable name to that audience makes sense. Kyrie was almost not able to perform in the match after sustaining an ankle injury earlier in the week, but luckily it ended up only being a sprain and she was able to go through with the match. So congratulations to her. Her first title defense will come at Wrestle Kingdom in the Tokyo Dome against Tam Nakano. A very interesting match, to say the least. I think the ending result is not in doubt, but it should be a fantastic match. But the biggest news of the night came after the IWGP US title match. Will Ospreay successfully defending his title over Shota Umino. And as the United Empire celebrated in mass, the lights went out, wrestling subreddits burned to the ground as Kenny Omega appeared on the screen. In far better Japanese than I could ever hope to speak, Omega continued to goad Osprey about how he couldn't live up to his shadow in New Japan Pro Wrestling and challenged Osprey to a U.S. title match at Wrestle Kingdom. This is a match that many have been talking about, many have been speculating for months that this was going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom and everybody got their wish fulfilled. So, two giant matches announced for Wrestle Kingdom, a card that's starting to really stack up. That said, I know Corey watched Historic Crossover, so I'm really looking forward to hearing his thoughts and opinions on the show. But before that, I need to make amends for last week. In a glaring error on my part, obviously, I did not give enough praise and kudos to one Joseph Lessel. So gentlemen, if I may, I would like to talk about just somebody who means so... What We're out of time? How can we be out of time? Do you not see the pages of notes I have here to talk about this man? But we're out of time. We're out of time. Thanks, Jeff, for that one. Um, I don't think uh, I think you have more time, buddy. Uh, you know what? I love I love all the love you gave to Joe. That was perfect. Uh, the perfect per- amount of love. You got more I think time, it was too much. dude. Yeah, I think it was too much. A little too heavy handed. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. What the hell, Jeff? Come on, man. I had more time. You have more time. So your next one, you, you give us like three it's minutes. Construct. You give us like three minutes of your diatribe and stuff, and <laughs> so just do it about me next time. You know, you know. Hey, you forgot since you know. Next I'm, week I'm gonna dare do they, him. Do they celebrate J- J- Thanksgiving in Japan? Next week I'm gonna dare him to tell us one fucking thing Jeff says on that goddamn thing. There it is. Did uh, do they celebrate Thanksgiving? Because oh, he should have been. How thankful you are of me, but you don't. <sighs> Before he uh, he called you out. Called though, you out. Talking about some uh, historic crossovers. Historic he, crossovers. As the fact you said, uh, he's probably going to call it out since I uh, he knew I watched it, and then <laughs> I know Jeff watched. I know Corey watched it. I'm like, 
We yeah. all popped for that one. Uh, I liked the show. I thought it was really good. I learned. It's my first time seeing the vast majority of the stardom wrestlers that were on the show. Um, I enjoyed them. I, I, I'm really glad the, the commentary, Kevin Kelly, of course, shocking, did his research and really learned a lot about the what? women. What? Yeah. Yeah. Did the bare minimum you need to be good at your job? Um, yeah, pictures and like... Look at you, well, he went above the bare minimum. He he actually was very knowledgeable about this shit. Probably Jericho about a lot of pronounce his fucking name, so... Right. He, it wasn't like a guess who card of who's who on the... <laughs> and he still didn't get it right? Yes. Jesus. No, it wasn't. It was, um, well, all these look the same. Boomer Center. Um, Dr. Dusty Wing. I really enjoyed the mixed tag match with Tom, Filthy Tom Lawler and his uh, stardom con- contemporary, I, I forgot her name at the moment, against the team of uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Julia. Uh, that team... Julia... Not Hart. Uh, not our, not our beloved not Julia Hart, leader yeah. of the House of Hart. House of Hart. Uh, <laughs> but no, Julia, who got a lot of recognition a couple months ago from a match in I think September. Jeff will probably know what I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> they're just this. Her and Zack Saber Jr. are just this team of London pricks who didn't have time to deal with Tom Lawler's bullshit, and just did their best to stretch. So like Team Little Big. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Shut your mouth. Uh, I don't think I didn't catch that. You snide little, you know, fucking cock teeth. Listen here. Shout uh, out to Ryan Doing the Lord's work. Giving those hands. All, those hands. all the way down. All the way down. Down where? Down, down there. there. Shout out to Red Sox Nation. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, house of heart. <laughs> um, anyway. Also, the I did enjoy the Will Ospreay Shoto Umino match. Uh, I think Umino's got a future. Popped. I did like the Kenny Omega on the video wall, speaking perfect Japanese, challenging Will Ospreay to a U.S. title match at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, at this point, I would hope he could. I mean, Jesus, he's up like forty fucking years. I also enjoyed. For I also over enjoyed. 50 years. I also enjoyed Will Ospreay on Twitter when uh, Kenny Omega tweeted that he was. Uh, Don't worry, kid. I was going to come back and and uh, save. Or save the company. Don't worry. And Will Ospreay immediately uh, treated back with, bro, save your own. Damn. <laughs> um, it's so funny that, like, Kenny really doesn't give a shit about the punk thing, but, dude, he's all in on fucking hating Will Ospreay. Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Remember, like, back in the AJ Styles, like, beat up and make fun of uh, John Cena? Yeah. Beat up John Cena. This is basically yeah. Omega do oh, that to fuck, Ospreay. Dude. He's like, bro, save your own, dude. It's uh, not going good. And then I did enjoy the, the, the finals of the IWGP women's title, that uh, Kyrie against uh, Watanabe. I think that's her name. I, I forget her last name, but Maya. I think it's Watanabe. There's so many new names. I apologize if I got that wrong, especially to Jeff. I'll, I'll, I will learn and get it right. Come on, Kelly. Good match. And, uh, yeah, the right person won because you want to get – she's a well-known name in the U.S. from yep. her time in WWE. Yep. And she's still a really good worker. Um, I'm sure the match at Wrestle Kingdom will be awesome. I'm not too familiar with her opponent. But the, the one thing the show did, and I, I don't know how much time I'll be able to give it just because there's so much fucking wrestling to watch these days, is I was interested in stardom and in the, in the women in it. Um, I liked, and Jeff, you can uh, hit me up next week with the names. <laughs> of course they did. Uh, you can hit me up with the names, but I really liked the uh, the scum team of El Desperado. Uh, Doki and the two scum women from Stardom, um, that got my attention. Starlight Kid was one of the girls, but yes, I'm down with that team. Jesus. 
So hit me up with that. And uh, yeah, it was good. Cool. I enjoyed the. Uh, I'm looking forward to Wrestle Kingdom. Thank God it's one night. WrestleMania Is falls it? in your court. Yeah, it's yeah. one night. Yeah, it's back to one night. Oh, I, I think I. Uh, that's a Wednesday night, and uh, who has that following day off? Not this guy. Boom. Four in the morning. <laughs> Might be my first time since we'll be storming the uh, Rose City the following couple days. So. Ah, yes. It's a big oh, week yes. for us. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Speaking of uh, storming the Capitol, storming the Let's go to WWE. As we're uh, we're going to mark out no sell for Survivor Series. Go well. As of right now, guys, there's only five matches. Well... Two war games matches are going to take up a lot of time, so yes. that's that's all right. That's so let's right. get the let's mark out Noso. I believe we marked out for a lot last week since we had thirteen or twelve at the time. Let's see. Uh, for a singles match, let's start off singles match. AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. I mean, the match will be fine. I can't say I'm going to look forward to it. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I'm. I'm a little more into it than you, because uh, given the the first two leaders of the Bullet Club, it, it at least has me a little bit like okay. Uh, but what's more is the, the cra- uh, I can't wait for if Twitter wasn't already imploding. Um, you don't say. Finn Balor calling himself the Devil last night on Raw uh, created a slight little comeuppance <clears throat> in the wrestling Twitterverse. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> uh huh. Well. Exactly what you're thinking. Not uh, it's not the road you want to go down. I just, <laughs> yeah. It's not where you want to go, Finn. Right. I ju- you, there's fights you pick and there's ones you don't. That's one you don't because you're go- you're gonna lose real bad. You're not wrong. But uh, what the fuck? <laughs> you burning are not the burning shit. Thing. Yeah, this thing's uh, weird. But it'll probably be a good match. WSW, everybody. Also, I'm I'm on the outside looking in. I know, and I like two of the people in it. I like three. I like Finn. But I just can't get into the Judgment Day at all. It's just... I can't. You want Dam- You want it's, Dominic it's Mysterio to be the It's focused on the wrong like, yeah. iteration of the group. Yeah. And Rhea needs to be the leader. And they need yeah. to all be doing her bidding. Yep. It just... Uh, a singles match for the WWE <laughs> Women's SmackDown Championship. Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. Hard fucking no. Jesus. Wow. No. Uh, Ronda's been terrible less, this run. Less or more than a minute. Oh, it'll go more, more than a minute because wrestling less, these okay. days. Less and more than five. <laughs> less. Should be less. Uh, who, okay. Am I alone? Who the fuck gives a shit about Shotzi? Who gives a fuck? I'll tell Am you I alone that. in no, this? No, hold on. I'll tell you this. I mean, I'm no super fan. Jesus. But I care more about her than Ronda. I do, too. I mean, I care about the couch you're sitting on than Ronda. Yeah. Like, I do, no, too. I'm not looking into it. No, I'm not <laughs> really like, looking forward to this. It's, no. Okay. Why is she... On TV, what does she do? Uh, she she drives a she tank. Cool. That's it. She's she drives good. a tank and she looks she has different. Green hair, like whatever. I I don't get that, it. I, really don't, I don't get it okay. at all. But there's a lot of women on the roster. I, I don't get the appeal to. Okay. Uh, triple threat match for the United States <laughs> Championship: Seth Franklin Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. More of the same. Okay. No. Okay. No. I don't care about Austin Theory's new coat of paint yet. And why is Lashley being demoted back down to U.S. title contender after the brief Lesnar feud? Mm-hmm. And it would just be and a better match with Austin Theory I don't and know. Seth. Can't there just be anybody else? Ali, but they keep fucking beating him up backstage like Randy and uh, 
uh, Randy sure and he, Legacy Punk. I'm pretty sure he punk, he fucked Stephanie at some point because again he's, no, he's just getting married. It's not getting any better. <laughs> no, he's he's getting married on TV now. At least I guess. Good for him. Hey, he's not just enjoying catering. I don't. I don't it's okay. no hell no. Okay, War Games women's match. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia, Yim. Mm, isn't uh, it Mitchin? No, they changed it back. Um, it was Mitchin for 24 hours because it was crazy in Korean, but then they decided, let's go back to Mia, Yim. And TBA versus Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. Well, except for Nia Cross and uh, TBA, it's not a bad little grouping. Well, I know. I have a. Fairly good idea of who TBA is. Who's Tuba? It's going to be revealed on SmackDown, but the hot, the hot goss is it's the return of the man, Becky Lynch. I mean, I have no doubt which team is winning, um, but uh, you know, I'll mark off for that a little bit because I saw the rumor mill going, and the, the three contenders were Becky, Candice, <laughs> but she's hurt. And then the returning of, I'm not saying it, because it would come on the air. You know, it would happen. Come on the air? Say it, coward. Charlotte Flair. Well, that's well, not a bad, not a bad one. You, you, that's not you a bad see one. what you did? I, I wasn't going to oh, say it. Oh, I didn't it. want you to say it. He did. I didn't want you to say it. I want the world to burn. Because okay. I knew who you were going to say. I already say. lost yeah. Twitter, so fuck this world. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yes or no? You said yes. I. It's yes until that blonde dumbass walks out. It'll okay. be a hard Corey? no. As of now, it's a yes. Yeah. It's a lot of people yeah. are like, it's a lot there, of people. There's, there's a lot of good workers in there. Okay. Yeah. Plus Rhea. And, you know, I didn't I'm, wanna, I'm never going to not mark out a Rhea match. So. I didn't want to mark out for both war games because I feel it's overkill. Well, too. Then let's see if you mark out for the next war games for the men. Well, it's going to be superior because it's the men's one. Yes. It is the uh, brawling brutes of Seamus. Nope, I'm out. Seamus, Ridge, and Butch, Drew McIntyre, and newly added to the team, Kevin Owens versus the bloodline of Roman, Solo, Sami Zayn, and the Usos. Nope. Yes, I'm going to wholeheartedly mark out for this one. I like almost everybody in it. Uh, I can't can't give two shits about Ridge Holland if I tried. Um, They should just let Bush be Pete Dunne again. He dresses like him, looks like him. I'm a huge Seamus Mark. Kevin Owens is great in these type of matches. And Drew can work. Let me and ask. The bloodline's great. Do so you, yes. Okay. Do you think we will get another match, a la a Survivor Series type match? Nah, no. I think under him, Survivor surviving is going to be, be war, war games. games. Okay. Okay. Um, God. Okay. Well, that's back to back weeks for pay per views, and you know, I don't have to take drastic notes. That's cool. Uh, last week we had Tales of the Territories, and it was where Portland. PDX. What did you guys think of it? It was a weird episode. It was a good episode, but it focused uh, a lot on some, I'm just going to say, some jobber-ass jobbers. Uh, They barely touched on the stars that were in this territory. I mean, very little. And I know a lot of them aren't around, so I get that, but, I mean, Jesus. You said... Corey told one more, minute on Roddy Piper, and then we just we Corey, moved on. Corey told more outrageous stories that he knows from reading stuff, or you know. I mean, you're not wrong. Being that it's it's uh, my beloved home promotion, 
I've, I've done a lot of research. I've got a lot of episodes on tape. And I've read a lot of books and read a lot of shooting movies about Stars of Portland. Yes, I can confirm they didn't... They didn't cover a quarter of what they could have on the really juicy stuff, and I know it's mostly based on who they had there. And no offense, I liked um, Princess Victoria was fun. I liked her. She I was liked good. The story was I liked good. Her. And I like, but I, you know, Mike Masters. I'm sorry he passed away, but he he was good on the show. But we didn't need a lot about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, look, the history of Portland wrestling for the generation on tape, it really boils down to Buddy Rose. Yeah, and we got some and Buddy yeah, Rose. Rose? But we didn't get enough Buddy Rose, and we didn't even get the best Buddy Rose. But we did get Buddy Rose. Piper, uh, Bushwhacker, Luke, the Sheep Herders were a big part for a while. Um, yeah, they didn't tell. The Grappler, I'm glad the Grappler was there. I was my champion when I first started watching the Portland Linden. Wrestling. Linden, yeah. Uh, excellent biography. Um, I have that at home. Excellent. They could have gone a lot further, but they went with what they had. And it was still an entertaining episode. Um, boy, I'm intrigued about how they go about world class this week. Because there's some stuff you should talk about that they're not going to talk about. And because you, I mean, you're just gonna have people uh, fucking sad as shit. And if there's ever an so. instance of a territory where when you want to <laughs> when you want these sorted tells, their cup runneth over so. in world class. Uh, I, you know. This is really one of those, like, it's like Memphis. There could be multiple weeks. I mean, they're making a movie about the Von Erichs right now. Fuck, hell. I mean, Shout Jesus. MJF. MJF. Yeah. That's the, like the fake one. Or the... Lance. Yeah. The <laughs> fake one. It's true. It's a fake one. Um, but at the point of was fun, but they could have gone so much further. Yeah. They didn't hit Piper and Rose's grocery scam or... One of them would, like, throw a thing of mayo down on the ground and bust it open, and the other one would lay down and say they got hurt and milk the manager out of as much money as they can get. Got them both fired from the promotion at one point because Don Owens like, look, I can't have you doing that. They know what's a figure. You got to go. <laughs> you got to get out You're of here. you every week. Yeah. <laughs> take, take, the, <laughs> take the bump, brother. He's like, can I pay you guys better than everyone yeah, else anyway? What, what, yeah. what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Workers like, I don't. Workers got to work. Next, you know? Um. So, yeah. It was good. Okay. Yeah, it was entertaining. Um, normally, we do a uh, guest pay-per-view, but this upcoming week, it's a little thing called Thanksgiving. Yeah. I love turkey. Shout out to turkey. I hate turkey, so I really don't like Thanksgiving meals. I love turkey. So, what are we doing, guys? Uh, I came up with the idea. Okay. To just... Just give some things you're thankful for in the world of wrestling. Pretty, oh, I can't wait to hear this. Pretty, pretty, pretty straight and narrow. Pretty, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go first, if you don't mind. Oh. <laughs> Ow. Worked an ACL. Uh, first one. Uh, it's a little weird. I apologize, but we talked a lot about it. I'm going to put a bow on it. I'm going to, I'm thankful that CM Punk had that year in AEW. Yeah. It was a great Great fucking year of wrestling. It's definitely a year to go back and watch. It's uh, it holds up amazingly. At some point well. on, on the gimmick, when there's the uh, whole year, kind of just all of his stuff in one little all place, punk in one year. I yeah. will be perusing that. God, that's not my leisure. It's um, no, you're right on that one. That's so you know, not much to say about it. I just you know, it's uh, you know, it's one of the better years I've enjoyed watching in a long time. So 
Uh, I have a couple more. My other one would be... <laughs> it's a little heavy-handed, I apologize, but... I'm thankful for the WWE Board of Directors for getting rid of Vince McMahon. It uh, was beyond time for a myriad of reasons. They just landed on one to use, but... It's more like they landed on one they couldn't ignore. Uh, you know, he's gone. Thank God. For better or worse, it needed to fucking happen. Yep. Uh, that, that, you know, that company needs to move on from him and that family-ish. Uh, it just... You know, and for years we've been waiting for the other guy to take over and see what his future holds, and now we get to see it. Hopefully it works. Although I hear a lot of excuses. Wait till 2023. Wait till 2024. And my final one, uh, I'm going to keep it local here. I'm thankful to Pal Pro Wrestling, uh, specifically the influencer Brian Zane and Mr. Ulala. Uh, it's a great fucking promotion. We love talking about it. We love watching the shows. We love promoting it. Supporting we love it. supporting it. Uh, they just bring in so much good talent, so much young talent. It's just a great time. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been, uh, what are you doing? Uh, you, you can't really find better entertainment for the price. No, no. Very uh, well. So, yeah. Thank you, Pal Pro Wrestling. Joe, Corey, what do you guys think? What are you thankful for? Um, I'm thankful. Uh, Pal was one of mine. That, you know, every couple months we get to go out and have a f- fucking great time. Learning, you know, seeing new people. Um, it's fun. You know, you said it, you know, Pal is fun. People, you need to see it. You need to go watch it. You need to go on their YouTube channel and watch it. It's fan. Fantastic! It's family fun going there when you can. Went sign the twenty one and over place, but it's fun. Um, some other stuff. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, one. I yeah, I might steal it from Corey. Uh, one uh, Jeff Jarrett. Who would have thought in the year of 2022 that we'd be seeing Jarrett versus Sting in a in a in a ring in a pay per view ring with the crowd in attendance. Uh, chanting TNA, but not in a negative sense. Yeah. How about that? It's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of with the punk thing too. Just like he came back, he had a hell of a year, and then he went out how I think I mean, punk would have went out. Yeah, went out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> Can't say it was boring. He warriored himself in the cockpit. <laughs> Jesus. Taking the cockpit. Down. He did. Boy, he just, I, you know. Nobody killed Punk <laughs> you, but Punk. You know what's great? So, he's like, hey, Austin Aries, this is how you burn a motherfucking bridge, motherfucker. I nuked this shit. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> Any more? Um, not off the top of my head right now. Okay, one of mine uh, was Pal Pro Wrestling, but both of you jumped on it. Um, I... So happy there. There is an abundance of Pacific Northwest wrestling companies at the moment, and I enjoy quite a few of them. But this one is my home promotion. It's literally based out of my home. Yep. Uh, I know. I know the owner. Um, I'm a, a big fan of his, uh, both on and off camera. He's a stand-up guy. Uh, I'm. I. I. I don't just enjoy the shows because of that either. Like I enjoy the shows. Yeah. They're actually just an actually good show. They're they're objectively good. they're a good show. Yeah, they 
They put on the kind of show that it's fun to go and watch. Uh, the athletes are are fun. I enjoy the the kind of the homesteaders. You know, your funny bones. There's something for everybody too. Yeah, there's it, death it, matches. There's women matches. There's if you like just classic pro wrestling. There's the Masaro family. Like, yeah, you know. they don't. Also, thankful for the Blanchards. I mean, they do a really good job, and they do a really good job of being inclusive and. Mm-hmm everybody's welcome and everybody's valued. And it's, I can't say enough good things about that company. Except for that one guy that Caden Cassie almost killed almost, but well, he deserved it. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, that was guy. great. That fucked that guy. That's fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, just big, big fan of everything. Powerpoint wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, you know, when you told me to, that you were going to do this, I thought, Ooh, this is very interesting for me because in many ways, this has been a hard year for me in wrestling. I still watch AEW weekly. If I have time, I try to watch probably SmackDown. I haven't really given Raw a chance in years at this point. Um, it's but it's so long. But it's never been harder for me, honestly, to be a uh, a long term dedicated fan in modern wrestling. If it wasn't for AEW right now, and it's slid a little, but if it wasn't for AEW right now, I don't know if I'd even watch any wrestling weekly. And coming from me, that's saying something. Um, well, you wouldn't watch current wrestling. Oh, no. Hey, I've, you're watching wrestling. I really enjoy I've gone. <laughs> in fact, I've gone back and delved even deeper into older wrestling, and that's where my love is still stronger yeah. than ever. Current day, if it wasn't for POW and, and at least AEW, and I, I'm critical of AEW, but I... I'm thankful for it. I'll go. I'll say I'm thankful for AEW because I needed an alternative. WWE had sapped my love of of current wrestling since about, if I'm honest with you, the middle of 2017. Yeah, like it's just been a long fall down the. We want and need AEW to thrive. Exactly. We need that alternative. We need something different. Uh, so I'm a fan of it, and I will support it uh, unless it completely shits the bed, which I don't see it happening. It, it's been a rough year for them, but they can turn stuff around, and I think they will. Growing so, pain. We'll I'm, about yeah, it. I'm thankful for them. And if I had to pick a final one, I am thankful for. Re- I'm thankful to a pocket full of wrestlers who were able to, kind of. Move forward this year. Uh, the biggest, uh, in my opinion, is Sami Zayn. He was able to do a match that he absolutely is, is proud as hell of with uh, with Mr. Jack Ass at WrestleMania, which is a spectacle. That was fun as shit. Yeah, it was fun as shit. I admit it. It was fun as shit. He is now part of a, the main event program on the A Show. Maybe the best part of it <laughs> lately. To be honest, uh, I'm thank you know I'm thankful for Cody Rhodes going back to WWE. It was the breath of fresh air he needed, and it's a breath of fresh air that company needed. McAfee. It's where he belongs. Yes. McAfee. McAfee's been good. Uh, Logan Paul's been a breath of fresh air. What a weird sentence that is, by the way. I know, right? But mostly I'm thankful. What is keeping me watching newer wrestling, or new wrestling, is younger talent. Maybe that's why I still give AEW a pass where some weeks it's terrible. 
I don't know what happened, but sometime around 2012, 2013, maybe it's just WWE as the monopoly got me so ugh, that I started watching indies and trying to find younger talent that I could get into or believe in or aha, there's the next thing. So I really I enjoy watching the young talent at POW. I enjoy watching young talent on Dark or that AEW brings in to look at or the New Japan Young Boys or just any indie I can watch where maybe there's somebody new like a Titus Alexander. Um, I'm thankful for that because that's keeping it alive for me. Uh, I got tired a long time ago of WWE just bringing in one or two retired people who don't need the money but will take the millions to put on half-assed main event matches because you can't be bothered to actually get anybody else over. That was killing me. So I'm thankful for them young boys. There it is. There it is. Uh, before we leave, we had a little homework. Speaking of young boys, uh, back in that back in that day, Corey, what did we watch, Mr. Uh, teacher? We, uh, we watched The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, taking on The Brain Busters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. From Boston Garden, March 18th, 1989. Um, the second match that day. The second match they had that day. What did you guys think of it? Uh, the immediate thing that sticks out to me is that it is 1989's version of the Young Bucks versus FCR. Yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. It's not a slight any direction. It's not, you know, it's just, it's the young, young. It's the athletic, uh, high-paced. Uh, kind of high spot wrestlers against the grinded out pro wrestling tag team. I may be biased. It's the best version of the Young Bucks against FTR, in my opinion, because there's more wrestling. There's psychology. Because there, there are. I mean, you know, there are high spots, but the high it, spots in this match is drop kicks or the, uh, the Young Bucks push. They have the psychology of the Rockers. Have, yes, you know yeah. I mean? like the <laughs> high spots are a drop kick or a slider under the uh, legs, a drop toe hold. You know, um, stuff that made sense. Made sense. Like, and then you have the brain busters just working on the arms or the legs and just holding them down the whole time. It was great. I enjoyed the match. It was fun. Um, uh, like we've seen Tully with hair, right. to be honest. Like we said last year, er, er, last week, it wasn't the original match I picked. I just couldn't remember the match <laughs> I picked. And then you remember so it on panic, Saturday. So, in a panic, I picked that match. I think subconsciously because it's the same year. So I think my yeah. mind went to that year. Yeah. And I just thought, uh, yeah, yeah, that one. Um, they had great chemistry, and that was a really well thought of match at the time. I mean, it still holds up to me, but I was interested to see what the younger generation We're seeing uh, or hearing Shivani on Nessun. Shivani giving a shit, calling WF matches with Lord Alfred Hayes. Um, weird to hear Lord Alfred Hayes continually call him Tully Blanchard. It's goddamn Brits. <laughs> it's goddamn Brits. Um, Lord Al, comfortable with Tony, because he was doing things that you normally don't do in WWF uh, commentary, like referencing the, pa- the fact that Tully had a dad that wrestled and even mentioned him by name. That's not shit even in the 80s you did in WWF. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but he wasn't working with Gorilla Events, so fuck it. I'm going to... I let my wrestling flag fry, fly. I'm not say anything. <laughs> right? Uh, so, yeah, that's the one I picked. And uh, I, I will remember the next, the one I was going to pick. It'll be my next Let's one. Let's hope, right? Uh, no, I got it now. It's, it's there. Okay. Uh, Mr. Booble? Yep. Where are we going? 
uh, the exact opposite end of the spectrum, yep. my match, we're going to the year 2002. We're going to Survivor Series. We're going to the first ever Elimination Chamber match. Oh, yeah. I am so happy. Yeah. I love... Look, Rumbles are Rumbles. You can't go wrong with a Rumble. But my favorite gimmick match yeah. is an Elimination, Elimination Chamber. Chamber match. I love before it. Before they prostituted it and yeah, made before, it all shit. Yeah, before they made it weak as fuck and then made it out of plastic and shit. Uh, well, I mean, take it back to the other guy. Uh, what's Punk tweeted out, the grill marks were on his back. They were like, we should probably fix this. This is a little rough. Thanks, Thanks Punk. Fuck, Punk. <laughs> fuck you, dude. You run everything. Thanks, yeah. Punk. There'll be peace when you are gone. Uh, real quick, Corey, who's in this match? World Heavyweight Champion Triple H will defend the World Heavyweight title against Rob Van Dam. He's one of a kind. Kane. Chris Jericho. Okay. Booker T. Can you dig it? And the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Newly back. Yep. This is like his second, second match back. Match? This is his second match back. Jesus. Those are two rough matches to come back with, by the way. And this is inside uh, Madison Square Garden. Yep. Which is always great. So it's going to be electric. Um, I challenge you uh, for a little bit of extra credit because it's just fun. And I want watch you to, it naked. No, I, don't want, you, I want you to hear the crowd. There is a segment before Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. where Matt Hardy and um, Mr. Harvard, what's his name? Chris Nowinski. Chris Nowinski. They come out and do it, and it's a terrible segment until the end. But and the crowd, I'll just throw it. Scott Steiner debuts. And that crowd, oh, when that fucking music hits, that siren's going, is ridiculous. All right. And then he comes in and just wrecks both of them and talks about, uh, I mean, holler if you hear me, here's all my freaks. Boy, it started out great. It that did. run started out as perfect as you can do. It lasted about one minute and then went to shit after that. But. Yep. That sounds like a FTR uh, Bucks moment there, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean... So watch that just the crowd. We'll do. The crowd when Fair that enough. music fucking hits. Well, this brings it into this week's episode of the No So Podcast. You can find us on the social medias, but you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything, everything that we do for you. You can find us on those social medias at the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram at Noso Entertainment or Noso ENT. Give us a like, a follow, a request, a uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, a middle finger. It's up to you. A pinky, uh, four fingers, if you know what I mean. Two of the pink, one of the stink. There it is. You can listen to us on the one in the pink, three in the stink. What are the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Slap. You can listen to us at Apple Podcasts, which you can give us reviews and all that good stuff. You can listen to us on Spotify. Baby. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Joe, can you spell me? Spell me? Yeah, me. F-A-B-O-U-L-O-S-U? Never mind.